0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Behind the Glass Sports Podcast. We thank you guys for tuning in. Happy Saturday. I know we have been off for a little bit. Brandon had to go on a honeymoon. course. Like, does, does that have to happen after a wedding anymore? Like, isn't that just like some old pastime tradition? Can we drop that already? Goodness gracious. I'd wait a week to vent. I'm over here just dying inside, wanting to scream about things. And you're out there, freaking playing with camels. There's no camels in Hawaii.
1: There's no camels <laughs> there. No camels no. in Hawaii. There might no. be. You never know. There was there were little goats at our uh yeah, Was that goat hotel. peeing on
0: the tree? What was he doing?
1: They were eating leaves. What a miserable existence it must be to be a goat. There was chickens. Do goats eat chickens? No. I don't think so. There was the we were trying to figure out what they were. I think they were mo- some type of mongoose, but they were like as big of a as big as a squirrel, um, a long tail like a squirrel, but no like fur. What? What is a mongoose? I think they were like some type of mongoose. What is it? What I do don't know. What is that? We were we were trying. <laughs> we were trying to figure out what it was. It freaked Erin out the first time she Definitely... saw it because it came across the. Yeah, kind of like a mongoose, but it didn't have that. Like it, it, really didn't have much hair. I couldn't get a picture of it. Yeah, I think it was kind of like a mongoose.
0: So why is it called a mongoose if it doesn't even look like a oh, yeah. goose?
1: If you if you type mongoose and then it comes up with like the other words that you could put, it comes up with a Hawaii. So if you look up mongoose Hawaii,
0: it's like a prairie dog.
1: See, it's like a prairie dog. Yeah,
0: mixed with the the mixed, thing like a, with that's a Lion King. Whatever.
1: What's... That is mongoose, isn't it?
0: I don't know. I guess so. Some...
1: No, I don't is think that's the name.
0: Lane. Why is it called the mongoose if it's not related to a goose? I'm over here picturing it's some type of hairless bird. Part of the flamingo family. Nice. It looks like a squirrel with no hair. Well, yeah, that's why I was really confused. I was like, so wait, is it like a goose body, but it looks like a squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? Oh, what? Timo, not Simone. All right. Well, um, yes. Glad you're back. Hopefully, you're glad to be back. You oh, look no. a little tanner. Timon is um, a meerkat. There you go. So it's like a meerkat mixed with a prairie dog.
1: Yeah. So that's what it looks like. But yeah, I, had, I had a little bit of tan. I I yeah. was inside eating most of the time. <laughs> I know. I saw practically every meal you had.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I sent you everything. <laughs> every meal that was sent. And I was like, I don't really care for the entrees as much.
1: You like yeah, sent I, me I some stopped, like
0: boned chicken and I was like, nah. Mm-mm. I think
1: I stopped sending you those and yep. I just started sending you dessert. Yep.
0: When you send me that fridge picture with all the dessert cakes, I was like,
1: Yeah, we were uh it's... we were there's this place called Foodland. It's kinda like King foodland. Supers. Foodland like, I would but live it's there. Foodland. And but they have like so it's like King Supers, you know, more normal like grocery area. But you know how King Supers has like their uh area where they have like the fried chicken and like the fish yeah. and all that well imagine that but like twice as big with just a bunch of different types of food like beef stew um like you can get spam speed um uh, like normal what? chicken you've never had a spam speed is that i don't even know what that is you just okay you, just, you gotta me learn about a mongoose i thought that was a part goose you gotta you gotta go to you have l and l right over by you Go to l and get a spam musubi.
0: How do you even spell that?
1: Spam, musubi. Two words. Musubi and M- have moose in it? Spam moose pie. No. <laughs> okay, so do you do you like spam? Have you ever had spam?
0: I mean, I don't mind. I don't go out of my
1: way to eat it, but okay, it's you know. it's a fried spam in the uh, okay, in so- in the middle with rice around it, and then a a, a, a seaweed around that wrapped around. It's really good with <laughs> with sauce in it. The, go to go to L and L and get a spam speed. It You'll looks
0: like, it. like a sponge wrapped in seaweed. <laughs> it looks like one of those floor scrubbers, like the handle is the spam, the rice is the sponge, and you're just on the ground. There's some soap scum. Gotta just. Ah.
1: It's really good. Yeah, that's everywhere in, in Hawaii. If you go to like a 7-Eleven, they have some. I don't know if I like seaweed. I don't think I've ever actually ever had seaweed. Well, this is different. This is like different. It's not like um it's not like wet uh slimy seaweed. It's more like crunchy? Crun- uh yeah, like yeah, cuz like if 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 when it comes like straight, like you can get them in like a package like my mom makes spam me. So when she gets the seaweed in a pack, you can literally like just uh like break it in half cuz it's dry we're right? like
0: making sandwiches with this.
1: Yeah, you can I mean you can get you can get moose bees with uh chicken, beef if you want. But you got to try the spam moose beef first because that's like the main thing. And then you can get the other ones. I've never actually tried a different one though. I need to try a different one. It looks a little sketchy, but,
0: but I might try it.
1: Yeah, it it's funny cuz when you go to like a 7-Eleven, they look a little like eh. but they're they're really they're really good there. Like you can get I mean, wherever you are, you can get Spanish to be. I do if
0: I'd ever trust anything from 7-Eleven. <laughs>
1: but, yeah, it, like, no matter where you go, you can find some. Like, we were, uh, our hotel had a, had the ABC store, and it's basically, like, it as like, it's, like, connected to the hotel. Um, so it has a bunch of stuff that you can buy, like, souvenir. It's, like, a souvenir shop mixed with, like, a gas station food type of stuff. Um <laughs> But all yeah, in one. It, yeah, it's like right, it's like an all in one. Oh, that's kind of how everything is there. Um, but yeah, so we we got Spam Musubi from there and stuff too, but it's you you would love the food. I don't think you'd leave because you no. you would know that you couldn't have the food here. So, I don't I don't think I don't think you would you would leave. You you would be in the line at Leonard's probably three times a day getting a box of Malasadas every every time.
0: I wouldn't be ashamed of it. <laughs> I know who I am as a person. And I'm glad you do as well. I would be there. They would know me by name. Steven. Me. You know what <laughs> I want. Give me three dozens. Just walk out. Finger guns. Uh, all right. Well, I'm glad you had a great trip. Uh, so now that is all done and set. You're hooked for life. You've signed a lifetime contract. You have no player option. There's only a team option. She can opt out. You can't. So that's what was disclosed. Not a max deal either. So you're just you're just stuck nope. there. So that's all that's going to happen for you at this point. Uh, but we got a lot to get to. Obviously, we're getting close to the NBA Finals. Um, one team is already set, the Phoenix Suns in the Western Conference. We'll get to that. Obviously, you can tell by the, uh, by the title that we're feeling some kind of way. Um, but I also think that on the eastern side, there's some flukiness going on as well. You don't necessarily, I do. Well I, well, I
1: do? It's just not as every uh, round obvious.
0: <laughs> yeah, every round. Um, so we'll get to that. Uh, there was something Broncos related I want to get to as well. Well, doesn't
1: Rodgers have to make a decision today? Um, or is that tomorrow? He has to make a decision.
0: I don't know. I mean, I mean, I've seen things that he can sit out the season
1: and you know things well, like I that think for where if oh he, demarius
0: thomas retiring
1: so. yeah Demar- dt retiring but i think for rogers i think he can because of the covid stuff i think he has the option to opt out if he does but he opt can't out of play right no he wouldn't be able to play but he saves 20 million so instead of holding out what he can do is opt out and he at least gets half his salary
0: that would be a jerk move
1: and then and then you wouldn't have to pay the fines every week, right? Because he's going to have to pay a fine for <laughs> my showing a loop up. loophole. <laughs> so Aaron, there's a loophole. Yeah.
0: Aaron Rodgers, you sneaky, sneaky guy. But that means but think, that we have yes, to roll I out. I think that
1: decision to has to come out t- today or hmm. tomorrow. I don't remember. Well,
0: either way, we'll but, find out. But, okay, where do you want to start he first? He can't get
1: traded, though. He can't get traded if he opts out. Right. So gonna, we, then we do all this all over again next year.
0: Right. So where do you want to start first? You want to start with Rodgers DT or you want to start with yeah. That okay.
1: that should be relatively quick so we can get through that right. before we get Right. Well, I mean, the... I think we
0: kind of already hit the the nail on the head with Rodgers. I mean, he if yeah. he can opt out sometime soon, hopefully hopefully he just ends up in orange and blue somehow, preferably this year, but if it doesn't, Yeah. And know... when we
1: say orange and blue, we mean the Broncos, not the Bears. Yeah.
0: Not the not the knockoff one, even though they were the they were created before the for the broncos but our our orange Um. and blue is better is it the same shades of orange and blue i think their Uh, orange is a little bit
1: darker i'm so i see pictures of justin fields over there and i just get depressed all over again
0: we're not talking about that we've let that go it was funny the other day i was scrolling through our video feed just watching old videos and i came upon upon that one i was trying to find my reaction to the justin fields pick i didn't get that far but um yes still makes me angry but we're on to bigger and better things hopefully a hall of famer will be here Hopefully, Green Bay has your mindset where they like to trade Hall of Fame quarterbacks. That's that's what I'm hoping on. Hopefully, they're like you and you know you want to give up great quarterbacks and go with unproven quarterbacks. That's what I'm banking on. That's what I'm hoping for. So we don't have to ride out with Drew Locke and Teddy Two Gloves. So, uh,
1: as far as as of yesterday, uh, it sounds like Rodgers won't opt out. So, here we go. He's so going he to show call... up,
0: or is he going to hold out?
1: He's probably going to hold out, and he's going to try and call the Packers bluff. See, but if you're
0: the Packers, then at that point, you're going to hold on to him as long as possible. I mean, I would. I mean, if you're going to play the Petty game, I would, because then you hold him as long as possible. You don't let him get to training camp, or you at least have him miss training camp, and trade him right before the season starts. That way, he has to learn everything on the fly, and... You know, for the first three to six games. I mean,
1: the, but Raj just has enough money to where it's like, oh, man, right, well,
0: that doesn't matter. For I'll,
1: I'll just do Jeopardy on the side and Don't, get my money. Yeah, State so Farm commercials. Why, yeah. So why why does he need to even show up? He doesn't need to show up. He's he's, he's not going to show up. He's gonna he's gonna force them to to trade him. And because here's the thing, for Green Bay, what if he's not going to show up? What are you gonna do? You might as well trade him and get something for him. Yeah. Well I mean when is his value gonna be the highest,
0: you know? That's the thing.
1: I don't know. I, I, I honestly I, I think now. I think the sooner the better. The the longer the longer you wait, the worse it's gonna get. Think so? To our teams are yeah, well I mean, if if the longer he sits out and teams are like, Well, you, you waited too long. This is our offer now. Well what if you're Denver though? Sure. But I mean, I I don't think it's like something where Green Bay can hold out and wait for the for the best offer anymore. Yeah, I I think that that point has hit. Like, I think it's you either trade him now before camp and get the most value because you because I think teams are willing to give up more because camp hasn't started. Right. Because you can then you can get him, get through camp, get through preseason with him. You're all good. If it's come trade deadline, teams are going to be like, well, I mean, if you want to trade them to us, great. But, you know, we're we're good where we're at. We'll wait till the off season.
0: We also didn't get to, I don't think we did, at least a couple podcasts ago, when Kareem Jackson said he was talking to um, Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson said, you know, do whatever. Like, I want to be there. Let them know. Come get me type of thing. And I just don't yeah, know how but... I feel about
1: that. <laughs> It, and until all of the other stuff gets settled, yeah. he's not he's not gonna get moved. So what if they he, he, he talked about trade value being down? That his his trade value oh, yeah, is it's, just it's gone. Right I mean, now. I
0: still think they probably get like a like a first round pick, but I mean, before you're talking maybe like three ones. Now it might be like a one and a two, right? You know, I don't I don't know if you can go with that because like here's the thing. It's it's already to a point where people are gonna kind of look at him like, yeah, like even if they even if he doesn't get convicted and they settle out, it's still kind of like, well, that still
1: doesn't feel great. It's, it's a red flag, yeah. Yeah, like it's just, that that. But but here's eh. the thing. I mean, I, I I would rather have Deshaun Watson over Aaron Rodgers, right? Because he's younger. You're gonna have ten to. Mm you know 10 plus years with him uh he's super talented he's he's mobile uh i mean he's a great quarterback. Rodgers is better now, but you're going to have Deshaun Watson for 10 plus years whereas Rodgers you got maybe like a 4 year window like like Manning did. So, I think I'd still rather have Deshaun Watson right now than than Aaron Rodgers as long as everything gets taken care of. That's right? an interesting like if, question though. Like just on field, just football, I'd rather have Deshaun Watson. Just because you have a longer window. You know, me personally, I don't want to go through, well, we only got four years with this guy and year four might be, you know, not so great, right? How the Broncos won a Super Bowl and with Peyton being in year four and being a shell of himself. That still blows my mind to this day, but I like, you know, I, I would rather, I would rather be in the conversation to like, I would rather be a contender every year for the next 12 to 15 years, than be a contender for four years. And the risk of him kind of falling apart year three and four. 'Cause that's what happened with banning. And, and and do we look, Rogers has had injuries in the past. So is the Sean he, no. played, he sure. He's played through them, which is great, but he's also forty. The the Sean's twenty four, twenty five. So Rogers will be forty eventually. Well he'll he'll well yeah, he's almost forty. So what I'm what I'm saying is like I, I just Manning had the serious injury and and the the surgeries but before that never had injuries and he's not a guy who held on to the ball in the pocket tried to make plays like that right he didn't put himself at risk you saw the self-sacks the the four years he was here I he didn't talk about put himself, he didn't put himself at risk so he was more unlikely to get hurt whereas Rodgers, i you know i i don't fully trust that he will stay healthy for the first four years because he hasn't done that the last four years. He's played through a lot, but he hasn't been healthy. So, and and you can make an argument that's why they haven't really won anything too because he was I, one of the years. I think he missed the rest of the season and they were full on Super Bowl contenders. So, I it's it's tricky. If I had to pick, I would I would definitely pick Deshaun Watson as long as everything gets. Thrown out the window, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I mean, if he's guilty, he's guilty. You know, right. I, I'm not. I'm not hoping that you know he gets bailed out by just because he's Deshaun Watson. Like, if he did it, then you know, he's guilty. But if yeah. it's you know if it was some type of scheme to get money or whatever it was, then let's just get over it and and go after him. But I, you have to wait and see what happens with, with all of that. So that that's what makes it difficult. Is Rogers available now? Well, kind of. Deshaun, you're going to have to wait probably a year.
0: I just don't know who you have the... I, I, I totally get what you're saying. And it makes sense. But is Deshaun Watson Hall of Fame caliber like Aaron Rodgers is? Or is he just really, really good? Like the Hall of Really Good? Now, well, I, mean, I, I totally agree with what, what you're saying.
1: ridiculous, so right. I don't know.
0: I mean, I agree with what you're saying. You know, you'd rather have longevity than, you know, just a, a quick span. Well, let's but... go over his
1: numbers here, okay? Uh, let's see. So, the last three seasons, he's played a full season. Uh, 2019 missed one game. Uh, I don't know if that was um, on purpose or not. I don't, Didn't I don't he tear
0: remember. his ACL in the league?
1: That was uh, year one. So, he played... Uh, seven games total. Started six in year one. He threw 19 touchdowns and eight picks in seven games. Um, and threw for 1,700 yards. Year two, threw for 4,100. Uh, 26 touchdowns, nine picks. Year three, 26 touchdowns, 12 picks, 3,800 yards, and then year four. This past season, 4,800 yards, 33 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. Uh, completion percentage, 68, 67, 70. So he's not putting up the gaudy numbers like Rodgers has been, uh, other than this past year where he threw 33 touchdowns, and that was a terrible team. I mean, he had no weapons.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's still all pro numbers, though. But here, here's here's the thing. It's like you're balancing, okay, do you want shorter span with Rodgers? possibly going to age himself out or you want to take the younger guy and Deshaun Watson extend your contending life, but you got the outside stuff to worry about. Even if he does settle or he's not convicted or whatever the case is, there's still going to be that, right. you know, just like there was, you know, not to compare the situation, not saying that the situations are the same, but with like Michael Vick, when he got out right of prison, you know teams were he- hesitant to give him a chance and then the eagles did and there was backlash for that and things like that again it not to works the situations are the same but you know eventually it kind of died down but you know i don't know if this would ever die down you know well i think it's a different situation <laughs> I-
1: yeah, but I think if we've learned anything with professional sports, if you have the talent, you're going to come back. I'm gonna oh, look sure. at Josh Gordon. How, how, many, how many chances oh my Josh gosh, Gordon got. Dude. And then it comes out yesterday that he puts <laughs> in a, a request to oh be my reinstated. Gosh. And he probably will be reinstated. So, you know, I mean, if, if a guy like Josh Gordon is getting 20 chances to yeah. prove himself, you know, Michael Vick w- went to jail for a year and got a chance uh, and succeeded. So... Deshaun Watson will be back in the league. If he goes to jail for three years, let's just say hypothetically, I don't know if that's like a if, if he were to, I, I don't know how long that he would be going. I think but someone let's gives just, him a chance. Let's say hypothetically he's in jail for three years. He comes back, he's in shape, he's ready to go. At twenty eight years old, yeah, someone's giving him a chance.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. But I don't know. It's if if you're Denver it's like which I think if they if you asked them candidly who would you rather have? I think they'd say Rodgers because they avoid the PR stuff. But well, yeah, I, I also think play, too yeah. that if they came away with Deshaun Watson and things got, you know, settled or somehow handled and he's able to play this year, I wouldn't be shocked yeah. if they're doing like fist bumps behind closed doors like, "Yeah, the PR stuff is going to suck, but well, here's the trickly, thing strictly football-wise, you got an all-pro-caliber quarterback now.
1: Whether they want him or not, they're going to be excited because that makes it interesting with trading Rodgers because now there's another guy available who some consider just as talented and 10 years younger. So now all of a sudden, Rodgers' trade value actually probably goes down if Watson is available because Watson is the more... is, is the higher commodity, right? You would want... Theoretically, you would want Watson a little bit more than Rogers because of his age, if you think he's as talented, which some people and a lot of people think that he is right there. So, and at 25 years old, he's going to get better.
0: I mean, I would, I would still take, like, if we're just looking at strictly football, you know, if, if you would have asked me this months ago before this stuff about Watson came out, right, and you said, who would you rather have, Watson or Rogers, or who's better I think i would take rogers slightly
1: but i don't think it's like bounds and
0: leaps he's better but all the
1: other stuff i think makes it more in favor of watson so now now because here's the thing when you look at for example when you look at um anything really but like tech right and you have the iphone right if if the iphone was the only phone in the world you could raise the price because People need it. You have yeah. to get the it's like iPhone. Madden. <laughs> there you go. Right, exactly. <laughs> they don't have to do anything to improve the game because they're the only game. But once right. someone else comes into play, yeah. now you're competing. So now not only are you having to make your product better, which for the players you can't, but then the the price lowers. Yeah. Because of, of competition. So all of a sudden if Watson becomes available, Rogers price goes down. Yeah. So the Packers need to make a decision now because all of a sudden if Watson becomes available, if everything gets brushed away, they lose value on on Rodgers. This is their best chance that they need to do it now. Unless they know behind closed doors that that Watson's out of the picture for the next few years. Then you can wait, but we don't know.
0: No. It's going to be interesting.
1: I mean, we thought June... There was a report that that Watson that I remember I, I think it was, Rich Eisen, maybe or or somebody he was like, get ready. Was that recently? That was like that was a couple weeks ago. So now I don't know maybe his maybe say, his sources were wrong.
0: I haven't seen it. But I haven't been on Twitter. He,
1: he I I believe it was him, and uh he was like um. You know sources like his sources were saying like let get ready. This could get interesting.
0: I mean, I've been ready for a month. I thought we were supposed to have a decision on Rodgers
1: in June. Well, what I'm saying is a, a decision on Watson's situation. Oh,
0: yeah. Well.
1: So, but that what I'm saying though is Green Bay needs if if that if what's going on with Watson gets resolved, and it's good for Watson and he can play this year. You know, the the Packers need to be watching that because they they do lose a little bit. Maybe not a ton, but they will lose value on Rogers if that happens. Because Houston's trading Watson. That's, you know, that's that's happening. It's not like Wat- Watson is going to somehow stay in Houston. Houston will trade him. Just
0: a matter of when. Right. Shall we place a friendly wager on this? Which one on they what? end up with?
1: I mean, I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't think they end up with either of them. No one asked you, Chiefs fan. <laughs> I Holy. just... I I, I I, don't... There's other teams that have more value right now. The Broncos are literally a
0: quarterback away.
1: Sure, literally. sure. But what I'm talking about is draft picks. Because you can only trade out three three years into the future of well, draft picks. And, and the Broncos,
0: you can offer up Bradley Chubb, Jerry Judy. Other teams
1: sure, don't have that. Sure, but at... Sure, I mean, I mean, other teams have good young players that they drafted because they had higher draft picks than the Broncos. <laughs> right, um, but Miami, one of those, one of those teams is Miami. They could offer, they could offer Tua as well, another young player. Um, but they can, they can offer more than three first-round picks.
0: I mean, outside of Miami's defense, do they? I mean, and Devonte Parker is a good player. I
1: I don't want I to remember mean... if they they someone, but. What, that 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 does that doesn't matter. What what matters is the draft picks. The Broncos can only give three first round picks. The Dolphins could probably give up five to six. I I, I think it's the Dolphins. There's another team that has just a ton. Here's a, here's another team to to look out for, the Tennessee Titans. Do you, nah. do you really love Tannehill? They just signed him. I mean, are you
0: gonna swallow that cap hit? That wouldn't be for, smart at all.
1: Or Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson. Because if if you get Deshaun Watson or Aaron Rodgers, you're winning a super with that team yeah. with Julio Jones and and the and the, 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 the receivers group that they have. I think they I'm took just themselves saying, out of it. I mean I get that's it. Well you'd
0: rather have one of those guys than Tannehill, but again, listen, I've done a lot of Madden trade simulation. Okay. Once you take that salary cap hit, you're screwed. And he's yeah. got a big cap hit, I'm sure, because he signed a, a pretty decent deal. Tennessee's building an interesting team there. I don't think they'll win anything. But Julio, A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry.
1: If Tannehill
0: ends ish. up
1: ah, – Yeah, I just don't love Tannehill. So like,
0: yeah. But, I, I mean, he, he's good for what they asked him to do. Yeah. So he works. Now, d- is that enough to get you over the hump? That's a question. Like, Alex Smith was – Good for what the Chiefs needed him to do, but it obviously wasn't enough to get them over the hump. We'll yeah, see what that... i
1: can make an argument that Alex Smith didn't have those weapons. So I I don't and know. I mean, really dude, those Jamal
0: Charles. Who do they have as sure, but I, 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 would, I would for a couple years in Kelsey? I
1: would take I would take the Titans weapons over or what the Chiefs had at that time because you have a veteran in Julio Jones, you have a... two thousand rusher. On, on the name, AJ Brown. Yeah. right um yeah. good
0: young receiver a uh, derrick henry 2000 yard. henry
1: short. it's just that's that's better so i don't i don't know but here's the thing tennessee's defense went went down i mean yeah. obviously went, they were good know.
0: the year before last right and then they
1: yeah and then up. last year they kind of struggled and and this year they i think they've gotten slightly worse here's so there's another I, team to think I, I don't about. Know.
0: Your your second favorite team. Do you know where I'm going with this? Outside of the Chiefs.
1: Well, my no.
0: The Cleveland Browns.
1: Yeah. They haven't signed but,
0: Baker. So I mean
1: if Deshaun or Aaron comes oh, available. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of interesting teams. It's not just like the Broncos and uh, I don't know another bottom feeder team. I, yeah. It it's not just it's not just them. There's other teams that have like if you're Green Bay, right? Mm-hmm. and you don't like Jordan Love. Obviously, uh they don't really love Jordan you Love right like now. You don't like Love. So <laughs> if, if you're if you're kind of like well, we don't we don't love Jordan Love, we then love. we don't love Love. Then <laughs> You you do want a quarterback, right? Well, Baker's interesting. To who? And, and to Green Bay is he? He well, he's better than Jordan Love. He's better than Drew Lock. He's better than Tua. Staying corrected. You're right there. I'll I'll give you that. Proceed. So, so if if you know Cleveland comes over and says we'll give you Baker, and three first, and you know a second. Well, that's better than Drew three Three first and a second. Drew
0: Locke and Teddy Bridgewater.
1: And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. If they don't like Jordan Love, right? Yeah. Why would you take? Why would you take Bradley Chubb or Jerry Judy over Baker? Because I hope they do. That's why. So
0: <laughs> what? Aaron Rodgers don't want to go into the year with another there, bad quarterback. There's,
1: I can think off the top of my head, now that you've said Cleveland, there's two teams that are ahead of Denver as far as being able to get those players. Uh, Miami because of the draft picks. I almost said Kansas City. Miami because of the draft picks and, and Cleveland because of Baker. And they have the same amount of draft picks as, as Denver. Yeah.
0: And a I team mean, could easily be fooled by the year Baker had last year too, right? So
1: Exactly. Well and here's the thing. What what do uh kind of a lot of people compare Baker? too some, somewhat case keenum well not. <laughs> brett Favre, right but a little bit uh, there there's Ooh. some people that there there are some people i've seen i i'm not because baker doesn't have as strong of an arm as brett Favre. it's not
0: as tall but <laughs> like BJ's no brett no tall. brett
1: was brett wasn't tall
0: he's taller than baker
1: i don't think it so. was like six
0: two baker's maybe six
1: uh let's see. Yeah. Well six two. I thought Baker was six one. Pfft. He's maybe five eleven six foot. They have him listed at six one. Yeah. Baloney. I'm just saying I he seems like a guy that, that fits in Green Bay. Eh. That Green Bay would want.
0: I mean it's a nice consolation price, sure. But I mean, I'm not a buyer in Baker, to be honest with you. I think, at best, he's a solid quarterback, and that's about it. I think last year was an anomaly. Um, I think they have a really good team, though. I mean, they... they, I forgot about this. I was was scrolling through ESPN the other day, because, again, I'm off Twitter, so I have to get my news the old way now. And I forgot that Cleveland signed Jadavian Clowney. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like... You got Clowney, who obviously hasn't lived up to what he was drafted to be, but he's still a really productive player, right? And you partner him with Miles Garrett, and that defense was really good last year. I mean, Cleveland could be there. I think I was just like a year too early on my AFC Championship prediction.
1: Yeah, Cleveland. Cleveland's Cleveland gonna be. Peter. Cleveland's gonna be really good. I I don't. I'm trying to find. Now they'll lose to the Chiefs. But
0: you know this is what it the, is. the
1: chiefs we'll, we'll see what, what the chiefs because if the offensive line is still a mess and cleveland adds you know well no they they
0: kind guys, of shirt up the tackle spots they traded for a couple well, guys
1: i yeah the but situation to watch there's there. a reason why those guys got traded though I, i'm just saying if it's not hmm. better I mean, they got a, a good left tackle. Not.
0: Who did they sign? They they traded for a good left tackle. I think it was was it New England traded them somebody or who did they trade for? What was his name? Um, who did they get?
1: I'm just saying i I gotta see it to believe it with that offensive line because that was a disaster. Um,
0: I can't remember who they got. Well, yeah, I mean, in the Super Bowl. That's because of injuries, though.
1: But, you know.
0: I don't know. Right, then they got rid
1: of those guys. I, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. They'll be a great regular season team. We'll, we'll see in the playoffs. Oh, boy.
0: You're already turning on your team, huh? <laughs> already. You're a great regular season
1: team. I'm just saying it's it's hard to... Even as great as New England was, they couldn't make it to the Super Bowl every year. Granted, they made it, it to the like It felt like it. It you know, felt like it, but but it, it was every other it year. It wasn't every year. I I'm just saying there's there's they're beatable. Uh, yes. You and, and it's the same. It's the same way you beat the high power New England teams. The same way you beat Peyton and, and the yes. Broncos. but it's
0: the same way. Not every, every, every team every has the formula to beat them.
1: That's what makes them not right, very. Right. What i what I'm saying is like you said earlier, Cleveland's interesting. Tampa Bay, right. still, who's brought all their starters back, is interesting.
0: But just because you have the defense, you also have to have a quarterback that can make them pay on the other right. side.
1: Can Baker make them pay
0: consistently like Brady can?
1: No. We'll see. I mean, I, and here's the other thing, though. They have a running, a top-five running back. So, you know, with, with two other receivers that are, you know, great receivers. So, that hasn't and and worked a great tight far end.
0: since OBJ's been there. Plus, he's coming off the ACL.
1: Yeah, and and we'll we'll see how how that goes because I think Baker got better when OBJ was out. So
0: yeah,
1: we'll we'll see. But I there's a there's a formula. I, I think Cleveland's on the right track. Is Baker well, good enough? Well, Baker's better than Tannehill. Uh, he's better than Tannehill. He can make more throws than Tannehill. I'll, I'll say that. Tannehill's make a better, better athlete,
0: though. Baker's more accurate. He doesn't have a great arm, though. He's not like he's not like a gunslinger. Tannehill's no. not really accurate, but he has a bigger arm. He's a better athlete. I don't know. I think I'd go with Tannehill, to be honest with you.
1: Mm, I, I, no, I think Tannehill's... The... I think he's more I, of a I, threat, because he I can be a dual you... threat. Well, Baker can run. It's not like Baker's Peyton out there. I... Well, no, but... I, I, I would take, I would take... I think Cleveland played wide receiver situation. in college. Right, he's the better athlete. I just, I, I think Baker's the better quarterback. If he is, it's
0: slight. It's like hair margin. I mean, maybe you win one, maybe he's worth one more game on the schedule, but I think I'll take that. I think I'll take
1: I mean, my chances. mean, Baker's gotten farther in his first year in the playoffs than as has ever, so...
0: Um... They both got to. Baker's never been to an AFC Championship game. Was got the Browns got to the
1: same place? Got to the same place in year one. Was so. the
0: Browns game the AFC Championship game? No, that was Buffalo.
1: No, that was Buffalo. That was that was. That was, that was... I mixed that up. I mixed that Buffalo They've game. Is the so same...
0: They've been as far as both. They've been. The yeah, same yeah.
1: Spot. I, for some reason, I thought that was AFC Championship yeah. game. It felt like it because Buffalo was just never gonna compete with Kansas City. So glad you say
0: that now. Glad you're admitting it. Tried to tell you well, no,
1: that. Well, no, I said no. I said the one team that that had a chance was Cleveland, and they were the closest. Buffalo got killed. Everyone else got yeah, killed. The, and and people bringing up Buffalo this year, they won't again. It's the same exact. Thing, they won't get anywhere. Cleveland was. Oh, I disagree with that. The Cleveland was close when Patrick well, got
0: dinged in the head, Buffalo and he was will seeing win Looney that,
1: Tunes. Buffalo will win that division because it's an easy division, right? But or well, I don't know. New England might. Win no. that division, so no, you never know. I mean, I I, I don't think Buffalo B- Buffalo I don't think is that good. I think they I, win twenty eleven. You guarantee
0: games. it? I'll guarantee it. I guarantee go, Buffalo. I, will I, mean, win I the division.
1: Okay, I mean, I don't know. It, it the, every every year is so random. I, this isn't an to... AVS
0: guarantee either. This is a real guarantee.
1: Just saying, too soon.
0: Too soon. <laughs> hey, at least the the Knights lost, right? Be happy about that
1: yeah um i don't know Uh, the afc is just i think there's maybe three teams in the afc that i think have a legitimate shot at getting to super bowl i think it's kansas city obviously Mm -hmm. cleveland i see i i don't i i think it's kansas city cleveland tennessee i disagree i i do not think buffalo has a chance not against Kansas. They're a bad matchup against Kansas City. If they have to go through Kansas City, they'll lose. Well, yeah, because they try to beat them. They try to beat them at their own game. And you right. Can't do whereas, that. whereas Cleveland and Tennessee don't. They look. Here's the thing. Cleveland, yeah, they don't Tennessee don't have the quarterbacks have...
0: to make them pay consistently.
1: I think Buffalo Baker's does. closer. I think Baker's closer than Tannehill, though. And, and and I think Cleveland's defense is really good. If Buffalo, if. If Josh this is their Allen shot was on, here. they're going to lose guys. This is their shot here. This season, this Cleveland shot.
0: If Allen was on Cleveland or Tennessee, then I think you have a real argument. But Right. Right. I think I think Cleveland and Tennessee have the right mindset, right? Run the ball, control the game, play defense. Buffalo oh, is like we just want to get up and down the field with you and their their defense you talk about defense that dropped from the year before. Their defense dropped, right? right. Cuz they were good a couple years New ago. Teams-
1: two teams that are really good that I like a lot but I don't think have a shot because of their play style is Baltimore and and Buffalo I think I just, they're in the same boat they're going to win lot, Lamar they're they're going to dwell. they're going to they're going to win 12 13 14 games mm-hmm. they're but they're, the they they won't they won't be they're the Utah Jazz <laughs> they're the yeah they're the Utah Jazz so I I just they're really good teams but Cleveland has done it the right way. Tennessee has done it the right way. Um, obviously, Kansas City is is there. Yeah. But other than that, I, looking at it, unless Aaron Rodgers goes to an a, a AFC, a really good AFC team, I don't see any of the AFC teams really contending other than those, those three teams. And then you look at the NFC, I think the NFC is just wide open. I, there's a lot of good teams. I think mean, Tampa Bay is obviously the the front runner, but there's a lot of good teams in the NFC. I mean, the whole NFC West is good. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah so i mean san francisco gets every injured player back i mean they were like the broncos of the nfc they were ravaged hard. with injuries so i mean you get kittle and bosa yeah you know they were just completely decimated
1: um Seattle's gonna be good the rams and stafford's gonna be very interesting interesting uh yes. the, the the cardinals are gonna be good i still think um, they're
0: a few years away from that
1: they're a few years away, but they're going to be good. Like, that whole yeah. division is really good. They, they might be scrapping I think Atlanta, for a I think Atlanta's a sneaky team. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't think so. uh, the Saints, no. Tampa Bay is going to be good. Chicago, not yet. Detroit, mm-hmm. no. Green Bay, no. Mm-hmm. Minnesota, no. Dallas is interesting. The Are Giants, they? no. Philly, no. and Washington, no. Uh, yeah. I, with Dak, when you have Dak Prescott, I, I think we'll see what their defense is. They, they drafted a corner, uh, and then they – No, they drafted Micah Parsons. Uh, and then I think they got a corner later. Uh, so if that defense can – yeah, well, not be trash, uh, <laughs> that offense is great. Speaking of that, so. they
0: got – um I almost said America's team. They got uh, hard knocks. Broncos yeah. could have been on hard knocks.
1: Yeah, the Broncos would never be on hard knocks.
0: I think that would have been fun to see.
1: I mean – It would have been fun to see, but I'm, I don't know. I'm kind,
0: kind of – you know, tired out on the Cowboys. I mean, this is their third time on it. I mean, I'll watch it, but I'm just like, eh, I mean, I'm not like interested in the Cowboys. Like, you know, everybody else says national media. I don't really care about Cowboys, but it is. I want to hit on, um, uh, this Demarius Thomas thing though, because he retired last week, um, after 10 years, nine, 10 years. I think it's 10, 11 years, actually. Um, nine years with Denver, One year with Houston, one year with the Jets. Um, He's going to finish just shy of 10,000 yards, 9,769 yards. Um, He had, how many catches did he have? 724, so kind of close to the 1,000-yard mark. He's going to finish with 63 touchdowns. I mean, I don't know if Demarius is a Hall of Famer. Definitely a Ring of Famer, obviously. But it's just, it's a weird, it's a weird thing to look back on Demarius' career. Because there was a three, four-year stretch there with Peyton where him and Dez, I mean, you could argue were the, you know, who's the best out of those guys. I mean, obviously, you had like Julio Jones and everything like that. And I don't know if Calvin Johnson was still in the league at the time. But, I mean, Demarius was definitely top five, maybe top three, maybe even... Arguably the best receiver in the league. I mean, you talk about a guy, the bubble screens to him, how mm-hmm. he could just one cut and boom, you're not catching him. Now, there was always the questions of, well, he's not a rah-rah guy like Dez. He doesn't, he's not aggressive and he gets in your face and he that's not him. But when he gets the ball in his hands, I mean, he's electric. You know, we saw with the, the wild card game, like I said, any sort of bubble screen, he was a threat. I think back to that Minnesota game with Tebow, where that was like his really coming out party, I think, as a as a Bronco with how he played in that game. Um, but his career, he, he's just one of those Broncos where he was just, it seemed like fans turned on him. And yes, he had the drops late in his career and he struggled to stay healthy a little bit. But I think when you look at DT, and I think he'll be more appreciated the further we get removed from his career. I think he's arguably the greatest receiver in franchise history. Um, I think, you know, Rod will hold like the yards record and probably, I don't know how many touchdowns Rod has. Um, But when you think of the most talented receiver, the team has ever had, it's Demarius Thomas. And, you know, he should be celebrated for that. They don't win the Super Bowls that they, well, the Super Bowl that they did without him. They don't get to the Super Bowl, you know, in 2013 without him. And, and if you look back at that Super Bowl, the only person that really showed up was, was, was Demarius, um, and he played through a separated shoulder because he got murdered by Cam Chancellor on, like, the first drive or the second drive. So I'm happy for him. I kind of wish he would have finished his career here and got one more year here, um, you know, after that New York Jet year. Um, But I'm happy he was a Bronco. He was a great receiver. Again, I don't know if he's a Hall of Fame-worthy receiver, but we talk about Hall of Really Good. Demarius was Hall of Really Good.
1: Yeah, he. I mean, he's a ring of famer for sure. Um, looking at the numbers, he was third in receptions at 665. Rod had 849. Shannon had 675. Mm. Uh, catch percentage, which uh, this is a newer stat, but uh, people bringing up all the drops and stuff. Mm-hmm. Catch percentage, his was 60.7. Rod's was 60.3 so don't don't give me this crap about the drops you have to
0: also factor in though that rod played in a a era where they didn't throw it as much though so
1: right well which increases the drop percentage or which increases the amount of drops that you're gonna get right Demarius had way more targets well i mean in a in a shorter span of every if you go season by season i'm sure dt had more targets which means you're gonna have more drops so and and you're going to remember those drops more than the catches unfortunately yeah. with fans. So the the drops look, yeah, DT had some issues, but I he when you get targeted that much, you're you're going to get drops. Um second in yards, Rod was at 11,389, DT at 9,055. Um obviously Rod Smith played more games. He played
0: Played with the Hall of Famer for most of his he, well, not most of right. his career, right?
1: Mo- Pretty much his whole. Well, well no, he, he got for like career. three
0: years, um, I think.
1: Uh, yeah, three, four years, and then I guess same as DT, right? Yeah. Uh, but he played longer. Rod Smith played longer. He played sixty more games. Um, so sixty more games, getting two thousand more yards. Um, so I think DT, average wise, was got more yards per game. Yeah, I got ten more yards per game. Uh and then touchdowns right at sixty eight, DT at sixty. In sixty less games. So I so. DT I yes, I agree with you. I think DT is the greatest receiver in Broncos history. Um not just what he did on the field, but just his talent. I mean six foot three, the his like yeah. you said with the bubble screens, he was at six foot three, two twenty but for run guy. like the way he could. I It was ridiculous. He's a
0: blade. He's, he's the common – he's like – that type of receiver was really starting to break in when he mm. came into the league. You know, 2010-11, right. like because it was that Calvin Johnson, Andre Johnson mold. Like you want a bigger receiver. But at that time, those guys weren't really burners. Then you started to get guys where it's like DT size and, oh, he can run a 4-4. As yes,
1: yes, Bryant. Right. Yeah. And now like, now you're seeing six foot one guys with super speed right? that can jump like crazy. Now you're seeing those guys. So, yeah.
0: But, I mean, you look at DT's stats, too. I mean, his third year, I mean, obviously he got Peyton, but his third year, he's at 1,400 yards. He had almost six straight years of 1,000 yards 1,400, 1,400, 1,600, 1,300, 1,083, 949. You know, and he had 10 touchdowns, 14, 11, 6, 5, 5. I mean,. The guy was great and you know I get it. There was there was moments he had some big drops. He did. But I mean when you look at it from a thousand foot view, instead of living in the moment of, oh he just dropped a game ceiling catch. I mean, he's a ring of famer, like we both just said, and he should be celebrated for what he did here. Um, yeah. you know, he he'll I don't know if it's like retire jersey worthy, you know, but the Broncos definitely don't reach two Super Bowls and win one without Demarius Thomas, even though he wasn't the same player necessarily in the second Super Bowl, but he was still really good, you know, and good enough to, to help them in that year. I mean, he, I mean, I mean, what am I saying? He's still at 1,300 yards. Like, he's still at 1,300 yards and six touchdowns, so he was still really freaking good. And that was in a year where, you know, the Broncos' offense wasn't great. So... I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sad because, you know, he's also one of those guys off the field where he's just really humble, you know, yeah. he's not one of the like over the top rah-rah guys off the field. I need all the big cars and flashy this, look at me. He's not that guy. He just, he just goes in, does his job much like Rod Smith was right. Mm-hmm. Like just wasn't a overly boisterous guy. Just come in, do my job, win as much as I can and see you later. So good yeah, for it, you.
1: it's, you know, it's a bummer that his career was just short. You know, I mean, mean, it was he's eleven only pretty... years.
0: That's still really good.
1: It's he eleven years, years but... here.
0: So that's yeah. That's but I mean, as long. far as
1: as far as like prime, because I mean, his prime was three, four, like four. Four years, I mean, that last, you know, in 2016, the Super Bowl year, obviously Peyton wasn't very good. Right. Um, Well, I
0: mean, could we argue, though, if, you know, they would have gotten a good quarterback in, in 2016? I mean, he still had 1,083 yards.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. So, I guess five, five years. But after that, I think that's where he kind of started. You you could see... Right.
0: Well, at that point, after 2016, he's,
1: he's on the foot of 30. Right. And and so so, it's just, I, I just... And I guess that's how you know that's how Dez was and, and whatnot. But I, yeah, you know, I think it's just different with Rod Smith because he was so good for so long. I mean, at 35, he put up 85 catches and 1100 yards.
0: Did he really? My goodness, that so guy like, is so amazing.
1: I think you know DT had the better peak. Obviously, he yes. had he had a, a four-year yeah. ridiculous run. I
0: mean, like I said, he was among the top of the league. You could argue he's a top three receiver in the league. Right, I don't whereas know. I Rod mean,
1: Smith had the, the longer yeah. career. I mean, he had – Rod Smith, I'm looking at his career. He had three, four, five, six, seven, eight years where he had a 1,000-plus yards. Yeah. So he had the longer the, – the the longevity, I guess. But DT, I mean, there was a there was that four-year run. I mean, 1,400, 1,400,
0: 1,600, It's just ridiculous. Yeah, that's insane. But good for DT, man. I'm glad that he can retire and hopefully his body's still in decent enough shape where he's not, you know, having to limp around all the time. And he's a Super Bowl champion. He'll definitely be a ring of famer someday. Um, So definitely worth it. I mean, Josh McDaniels, hey, I mean, we can crap on him for all we want, but he gave us DT. So
1: are are you – would you have rather him pick Dez? Because Dez went – Second, I think DT had a well, DT
0: obviously had a better career, right? Yeah, I mean, but DT also DT stayed healthier.
1: Manning. DT had Peyton Manning. Well, so, I
0: mean, that's not like Des. I mean, Des had Romo. I mean, obviously, Romo's Romo not Peyton, but yeah. Romo's really good. Like, he was still a they good guy.
1: Right, McGinnis made the right decision drafting DT oh, or drafting so. Des over DT. I, I do. I, I think so. I yeah, think yeah, in I the just...
0: beginning, you know, it seemed a little hit and miss, but I mean, we can look at their numbers. I mean, we can compare them side by side you know i think you know des fell apart quicker than dt did
1: um yeah i mean about the same but yeah right right around let's
0: see I'm trying to look at their it just doesn't give me their career totals here oh here we go uh why is it not showing demarius's it shows zero okay i mean demarius is going to finish finish with 2200 more yards des had 12 more touchdowns um you know, so I don't know why. Yeah, DT's I think stuff Dez, is all zeroed out.
1: It's Dez, funny. who I think was the better red zone guy, even though DT was still six foot three, yeah. like De- Dez high pointed the ball more often. He was a 50-50 so he, guy. Yeah, he was. He was better in the red zone, so he got more touchdowns. But I mean, look at yards. I mean, Dez only had three years of of one thousand yards or more. Yeah. Um. 92 catches 1300 yards oh, yeah. 93 catches 1200 yards 88 he never had a 100 catch season uh so yeah i think dt not only was a better player but had the better career dez just was a, a, the better touchdown guy
0: mhm and he Slightly. was you know and i think he got more love because he was in dallas right, right. he was a bigger personality um yep. i think dt was a little bit more explosive than dez was um like i said i mean he's one of the only receivers I've seen at his size take a bubble screen and outrun guys. Like, you could YouTube DT's highlights. uh, The Cardinals game back in 2013, 14 comes to mind, where he takes a bubble screen and he's down the sideline and he's outrunning DBs. He's not outrunning linebackers or linemen. He's outrunning DBs. So, yeah, I mean, when you look at it now, I think, you know, Dez, really good. I mean, he had three years where he was really good. You know, he was a 900-yard receiver in his second year. But I'm I'm happy with it. I don't sit back and like, man, I wish they would have took Dez. No. Right. I mean, I yeah, think right. in the moment, though, you know, you're like, ah, maybe I'd rather have Dez right now. But I think the Broncos, at the end of the day, Josh McDaniels got it right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're celebrating a Ring of Famer here. Uh, whereas Dez, I mean, I don't know if he's – I don't know if they have a Ring of Fame in Dallas. I'm sure they have something similar. I don't know if he's that for them because, I mean – you know, I don't he's know. Four hundred yards in twenty fifteen.
1: You know, seven hundred
0: yards, eight hundred yards.
1: I, I think I think he'll be remembered, right? Uh, a lot more than, especially on the national side of things, he'll be remembered more than DT. But oh, for sure. Um, yeah. which is crazy because yeah, he only. I mean, looking at DT's career, it looks way better than Dez's Oh, Uh. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they have a ring of fame or not, but that's interesting. Three yeah. three really good years, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Is that worthy of being, say, like if, if that was swapped, right? If DT only had three years, is that ring of oh, fame? Oh, no. Years? I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, yet. I mean, yeah, but yeah. they also
0: put John Lynch in the ring of fame. and He's only here for like a handful of seasons. So, sure. uh, But, yeah, I mean, after 14, that's, that's when the injury though. issues came. Nine games, 13 games. Yeah, I mean, he did have 16 in 2017, but he only had 834 yards. And then he got the Achilles, and then he didn't play in 2019 or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, shout out to DT and all that. Okay, we finally got to get to what the title is here. We've gotten almost an hour. It's good to talk football, though. Um, Okay, let me just say, I don't think in my time in watching sports, which has been you know that i can remember at least 20 years, right? i'll be 28 this year. i don't think i've ever seen an easier path to a championship in all of professional sports.
1: no, it's the it's the easiest in, since the boston celtics 60s.
0: like i mean a few when i think specifically of the nba, a few come to mind, right? obviously toronto winning against
1: golden state without clay it wasn't easy. the road wasn't easy. the the final no, ball- finals itself sure they got bailed out but that's what i'm saying like i'm just
0: i'm just thinking of moments where things got super easy where it's this to me i'll just say it's going to be an asterisk year it's going to to me i think it's a fluke it's the 2021 flukiest ship nba fluky ship uh it's the most healthy team award that's what this year's championship is going to be but i think of the raptors i think of um the warriors in 15 now the road might not have been easy but um, if Kelly Olynyk didn't snap off Kevin Love's arm and Kyrie didn't break a bone in his knee or whatever he did in game one, I think it was, or game two, then game Cleveland probably
1: wins that finals, right? And it changes yeah, the, what we think Cleveland the Warriors won, are. Cleveland won game one in Golden State.
0: Right. So I think of those, but never have I seen, <laughs> again, in all the professional sports and specifically the NBA, an easier path. I mean, would you look at... Here's the thing, too, because we said this on the last podcast when we talked about this. It's not that the Phoenix Suns are not a really good team. They are a really good team. But when are in a Great West. <laughs> in a Great West, usually that isn't killed with injuries. And, like, people say, well, oh, injuries are a part of the game. What playoffs do you remember where literally almost every team – okay, I was thinking about this last night. The Utah series versus Memphis. Okay, Mike Conley was hurt. And Donovan Mitchell hurt his ankle, okay? Um, obviously, Golden State's been out, but the Nuggets had no Jamal Murray. Their starting backcourt was gone, and P.J. Dozier was gone, right? Uh, you had the Lakers. LeBron's coming back off the ankle injury. We know he's not 100%. AD is always hurt, but he's coming off the calf thing. Um, but then he goes down, okay? In game th- in game four, mind
1: you, when the Lakers right, are up 2-1. The Lakers were up 2-1, and they were up in that game four, I believe. Up
0: up 2-1. He gets hurt with the groin. He goes down. Kawhi gets hurt against Utah. All right. Hurts his knee. Hasn't played since. Well,
1: had didn't play since. He hurt that. Um, and, and honestly, the, the Clippers won that series because Donovan Mitchell was hurt.
0: There you go. But also, in the Clippers series versus Suns, they also lost Zubots in game three. And you say, oh, it's Zubots. Well, okay, that's the only big that they had on the roster. They were also without Serge Ibaka, who was projected to be a starter for them as well. So, like, people forget that part, too. So, they didn't have their full team. All right? Um, and then you look at the, the Suns' run. They've literally, every round, have gotten the biggest breaks. Okay, we just mentioned the Lakers are up 2-1. Anthony Davis goes down. LeBron's not obviously 100%. I don't know if he's at the point to where he can carry a team anymore. Maybe that's overreaction and hyperbole. But he's, listen, he's a step slower, and with an ankle injury, he's not what he used to be. So, of course, okay, they're the better team. They're going to advance. You face the B team, pretty much. The JV squad. You're not getting the full firepower. Then you get the Nuggets. Oh, they have the MVP. Of course they have the MVP. But how many finals and playoffs, you know, how much playoff success did Jordan have without Pippen and all those guys? How much, None. How much success did KD have without you know, Russ or, you know, oh, yeah. Golden State and all that. Get to, yeah. How much did LeBron have without a second running mate? You know, I mean, my point is MVPs can't win championships well, alone.
1: And and people don't realize because, you know, Jamal's not obviously included in the group of all-stars that have been out in the playoffs. But it's not like people don't realize, and especially I think Phoenix fans, don't, oh, it's just Jamal Murray. We, Jamal Murray... Look, you look at his numbers you're Like, like, oh, you know, they weren't missing that much 25 and 5. It's it's a good, it's decent, but it's not like, you know, AD, right? Yeah, sometimes the context. But, but what Jamal does for the Nuggets, he's their closer. And and I will die on that hill. One of he's them. their closer. He is their closer. One of them. Sure, one of them, but but he's in my mind he's the he's the go-to guy. Okay. It's fair. They they in in close games, they need him. And when there were stretches against Phoenix where it was like a ten point where it was not not 10, it was like a five point game, right, mm-hmm. uh, especially the game. I don't remember exactly what game, but where Chris Paul closed it out, uh, Jamal wins that game for the Nuggets. Jamal wins probably, uh, I believe, game one. The first half was close. Uh second half, that's Jamal time, right? That's where that's what Jamal does is. When they need a bucket, when when they can't score, that's when Jamal hits a tough shot and gets them going. Um, and 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 you can look at Jamal in the regular season, but you know, and, and that's fine. But go look at what he does in the playoffs, and don't just look at the bubble season because I get though the bubble, whatever you, you can say what you want about the bubble. Go to year one, right. his first year in the playoffs, putting up averaging twenty five, twenty six a game. And in the games where the Nuggets won, he was averaging more than that. He was putting up really good numbers in those games. And not only the numbers, he's the reason why they beat uh, they beat uh, San Antonio in round one. And honestly, he's the reason why they didn't beat Portland in game seven in the second round. He wasn't himself. You know, he kind of fell apart to the pressure because it was his first kinda of run at it playing game. So he is as far as importance level in a lot of cases, he is more important than the Nuggets MVP. In in certain cases. You know, so it's not like, oh, he just averaged twenty five and five. It's not like he's an all-star superstar guy. Yeah, he is. In the playoffs he is. So it's not like it's not like the Nuggets If the Nuggets had Jamal, but we were missing Will Barton, okay, fine. Like, yeah, Will Barton's important, but you can cover that, right? Because you have Jamal, right? You have your superstars. Um, Will Barton as a role player? Yeah, teams in the past have, have unfortunately, lost guys, lost role players, important role players, um, and they lost series because of that. But to lose your superstar... And all three of those teams to lose their superstar—that's ridiculous, and that's never been—that's never happened before. Right. That's never. Happened. And and if you looked at it, and even you know we've had the Phoenix guys, and look, they're great. Um, and we had we had Coach on, he picked the Lakers in five.
0: Yes, his exact and, words and, was, and, "I and, I would be surprised if the Suns win two games."
1: Right. And <laughs> and, and and before Jamal went down. You know, we we talked to them, and it was the Lakers one. Nuggets two. Yeah. So, they the look. If all things were healthy, if injuries were turned off, it would have been the it would have been. I think the winner of the Lakers Nuggets series would have been the the West Finals, right? Either of those teams coming out of that series probably would have beat. The, the Clippers um, but a healthy Clippers team also beats Phoenix honestly I think a healthy Utah team makes it 7 against Phoenix and might actually beat them because they have Gobert to cancel DeAndre Ay- Ayton um, and Donovan Mitchell can cancel out Devin Booker, Mike Conley can cancel out Chris Paul the the Jazz have better shooters around than 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 Phoenix it's close those two teams are really close. I, I can't say Phoenix beats them. I, I can't say Utah beats them. But I, I think that's a seven-game series. If all things are healthy. So Phoenix, on that totem pole, at best was fourth. Probably fifth. Because they don't beat the Lakers healthy. They don't beat the Nuggets healthy. They don't beat the Clippers healthy. They might beat the Jazz healthy. But I you can make an argument that the jazz should should also beat them. So they're fourth or fifth, which by the way, before the season started, where did I have Phoenix at the five seed? And 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 if Golden State were healthy, they wouldn't be Golden State. So look, Phoenix, it's the luckiest finals run of all time. Now should they be, you know, disappointed? Well honestly, yeah, I, I mean if I if if it were flipped and if it were the Nuggets, right, two years ago. Let's say two years ago, Nuggets first playoff run, um, you know, let's say uh Dame had gotten hurt and before uh that or maybe let's, let's say CJ got hurt in, in the second round, you know, San Antonio had no one, so whatever. But and then let's say they had gotten to the Western Conference Finals and it was Golden State who had just Steph. And, and they beat Golden State would I feel I'd be excited because they made it to the finals but would I feel like it was like a legit run honestly no absolutely not
0: and that's what I was going over last night too I was if I I'm can a, be
1: I can be objective right if, and, if, and I think for both of us real quick I, I think for both of us we've been in the sports media professional space. So, for both of us, I think we learned how to be objective about our favorite teams.
0: 100%.
1: And there's a lot of... And and look, the, the Valley guys are great. And I don't know if they've ever been in professional sports media. But one of the biggest things when you're in sports media, professional sports media, you are not only... Not only do you learn how to be objective, but you're kind of forced to be objective. And the guys that don't figure that out, then either work for certain places or they don't make it because you have to be objective. You have to learn how to be objective, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so, look, those guys, and I'm using them as an example because they're the only guys I know with, with Phoenix. So they're great, but... I don't think they're able to see objectively as much as, say, us, because of where we've been and and what we've done in in the past, and kind of who we are too. You know, so look, they're excited. All Phoenix fans are excited. But how can you feel accomplished, like all like a hundred like a hundred percent accomplished, right? Like you can feel maybe fifty. Give you that. But how can you feel like, oh, we were the absolutely the best team? Well, Especially if, if Milwaukee makes it to the finals and Giannis can't play.
0: Well, and that's another thing, too. I mean, just to address kind of everything you've said, I think that's another reason why I was going through this last night. And I'm like, man, if I was a Phoenix fan, like if this was Denver, right, and we got the L- we got the Lakers, but they didn't have LeBron. Like, ah, okay, like at least we got past the Lakers. But you just don't. You don't feel like you really accomplished it. There's always going to be that, well, this is the championship of ch- championship of the yeah, but. Yeah, you beat the Lakers, but they didn't have AD and LeBron wasn't 100%. Yeah, you beat the Nuggets, but they were out with their, without their starting backcourt, a key role player, and one of the starting backcourt players is the second best player on the team. Yeah, you beat the Clippers, but they didn't have Kawhi Leonard, who's their best player, and they didn't have a couple of role players as well who were starters. Or one was projected to be a starter, and one was in and out of the lineup. Zubats. Um And then if you get to the finals, we don't know what Trey Young's status is. If say if Atlanta comes back and wins this series, what if that ankle is still hobbling him? Okay, yeah, they beat Atlanta, but they didn't it have Trey Young. Be,
1: it will still be hobbling him. And same with Giannis. Right. And then They're if you yeah, if
0: it's Milwaukee, okay, yeah, you beat Milwaukee, but you didn't have Giannis. So. I'm just like, man, like, yes, your team was a championship. You're excited, but it doesn't it doesn't feel like you actually won like you did. Granted, it's still a long season. It's arduous and it's grinding and it's all this. But it's like you got all the way to the playoffs. And I, I just don't feel like this championship will completely validate how good this team is
1: because you're not good they're they're really good really good but you're not seeing them against
0: the best players
1: right and and here's the thing why did we say they weren't good enough because Devin Booker is is in his first playoff run at 20 what 25 years old and DeAndre is also in his first playoff run at 22 years old they're not ready they're not supposed to be ready and if you look at their numbers across the across the whole playoffs they weren't ready there are some games where Devin Booker was great. There's been some games where DeAndre were were great. But the great players, when they are ready, are doing it every single night, every single night. Nikola Jokic putting up 30, 12, and 8 every single night. He had one bad game in 12 games, right? LeBron James putting up at least 27, 7, and 7 in every single game. That's what the great players back. do, and and for for Devin Booker, okay, for, for for Devin Booker, he's a great player, and and you know I'll, I'll tell Stephen this: when when be a top five player in the league one day, honestly. I, if you told me if someone came back from the future, ten years in the future and says, Hey, Devin is gonna be the best player in the league in three years, at at the age of twenty seven, twenty-eight, Devin Booker's gonna be the best player in the league. I would say, yeah, I I, I could see that. One hundred percent. I could see that. He has the talent, he's 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 close. Um if you told me also that DeAndre Ayton would be a top three center in the league, I could see that right they are they they are I mean Deandre was the number 1 overall pick right they have the talent and they're really good right now they are great players but in your first playoff run against guys like LeBron and AD who've been there done that uh Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray who've gone through it already the the first their first two playoff runs and they're right at the edge of their prime uh Kawhi has done it Paul George has been in the playoffs Many times he's gone through it. Those guys, Donovan Mitchell, went through it last year and the year before that, right? They're getting their stripes, and uh, that means some experience in the NBA playoffs means some. There's a reason why Golden State took three years. There's a reason why OKC took two or three years. Three years, I think. Um, You know, there's a reason why LeBron took a couple years. It takes time. Jordan had to. Go through the Pistons, right? Go through the Celtics. You have to go through it no matter how great you are. That's why we didn't, that's why no one picked Phoenix to get to where they are, whether teams are healthy or not, because they weren't ready. And if Giannis does come back 80% or better, Milwaukee will beat them in five or six. Because not only are they a really good team milwaukee's a really good team and drew holiday and 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 chris middleton have been phenomenal but also they've gone through it the the devin booker and deandre Ayton haven't had to deal with pressure yeah it's been easy. it's been easy for them
0: experience doesn't matter when you have to when you're not playing a full team right yeah you have the better team you're but the other team the is missing everybody guys.
1: yeah you yeah the teams <laughs> so, are missing the, the guys that can Experience that, can top, that can top those guys because they have the experience, right? If if it's you well, not know, just the
0: experience, but the talent. Like
1: your experience
0: level doesn't right. matter, you know. If if you're not playing against the best players that make up the
1: better teams in the league, right? Right. So it, it's just I look. I really before the season two, I really liked Phoenix and I thought they were going to be a really good team this year. Um But the one thing that, and and I love Devin Booker. Devin Booker is one of my favorite players in the league. He's been one of my favorite players in the league for the last three years. Uh, You know, he reminds, and and a lot of people point out, he's not, you know, he's not to the level yet, and, and he might not ever be, most likely will never be. But he's the closest to Kobe Bryant since Kobe. Same size, what he does, he has the mid range game, you know. He he's as close as you can get as far as the, the type of player he is now. Mentality-wise, there's been other players that have had Kobe's mentality, right? But as far as talent level, what he does on the court, size, all of that, he's the closest. But he's 24, 25 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you can well. Kobe was you know 21, 22 when he was winning. Championships. Yeah, yeah. Shaq. <laughs> So it's yeah. it's, a, it's a little different when you have a guy like that, and and you can point to CP3, but what has CP3 done? Right. So, I look at the the Phoenix Suns are a really good team. They're a really good team. This just doesn't validate it. But it but it doesn't <laughs> it does now. At you want to prove it? You want to prove that they deserve to be here? You're gonna have to do it next year. Yeah, it and next I saw year. someone say well then you know if you're if you're counting this as an natural season you better call it next season one because it's another uh shortened off season no because i i disagree with that because yeah it's a slightly shorter off season longer than the last off season first off um slightly shorter than normal but the season itself isn't going to be condensed that's the difference right the season itself isn't going to be condensed so now when guys start to come back, they're gonna be able to play at a decent you know pace right? they're not playing back to back so much. Yeah. It's not playing four games and you know six nights or or whatever it is. so five games and seven nights. Um, so it's it's gonna be different and and the reason also we're not saying that this season and and this championship is there's an astronaut because of the shortened off season that's part of it but the 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 90 percent of the reason is because of the injuries which was caused by the shortened season the condensed season but if all the if all the players were healthy we wouldn't be saying this is an asterisk season because of the shortened off season didn't right. matter because everyone's on the same plane uh, uh, playing field right every bubble. team
0: has lost their star it seems like right i mean and, milwaukee's and, not even the in their position if brooklyn is healthy
1: Exactly. It's well, Yeah. And, well, I guess Atlanta, they're in – I mean uh, – Philly just choked. Uh, <laughs> Philly just choked. So Atlanta's where they would have been. But <laughs> I don't know. The, and, and also the, the Clippers, I'm not sure the Clippers win if Donovan Mitchell is fully healthy. Yeah. Mike Conley, by the way, didn't play. Yeah. Um, so every team that got to the conference finals, except for the Hawks, got there because of injury fortune and not just a role player like Rajah Bell but their first or second best player or their first and second most important player. Um And that's just... I don't know how you can feel 100% good about this run if you're a Phoenix fan. Right. And we'll, you can feel excited. we're not saying well, you can't be excited that we want you to be all bummed. Like, no. But you have to look at it objectively. You wouldn't... It, the the Phoenix sh- shouldn't have even gotten out of the first round. No, no, they shouldn't have.
0: Um, when you look at it, you like yes, you should totally be excited to win a championship. But it's like yeah, we we really got. You didn't get just fortunate. Like this is full on luck yeah, of call the it Irish.
1: Lucky. It it was yeah. You can't just call it lucky. You like, like, have to call it like.
0: This was like manufacturing the best playoff scenario possible, right? Like you bring up the 2015 Broncos, like, yes, they didn't play the healthy Steelers. But my only pushback on that is that when they played the Steelers earlier in the season, they were actually up 17 points at one point in that game. And then the second half, they gave it up and Antonio Brown went nuts. Yes, they didn't play the full healthy Steelers in the playoffs, but they did have to play a fully healthy New England team. They did have to play a fully healthy,
1: you know, Carolina team. With and the it MVP. Was, it was one game where they were Fortunate. Right. Not every every round. Single round. And you can, I mean, you it can is make the argument third. too. The Lakers
0: took them to six without A D being healthy the and Clippers, LeBron being healthy. The Clippers, the Clippers took them to, him to six. six.
1: And you're you, telling me that pandemic P got you to six? Okay, really? Watch your
0: mouth. He played well in spots. Um but in sp- you could say that if the if the Clippers are literally – think about it this way. They're in overtime, buzzer-beating – or not overtime. Was it overtime? A buzzer-beating dunk away from winning yeah. that game and Paul George right. missing free throws and the refs horrendously blowing calls in that game. Like the out-of-bounds off of uh campaign, like blatantly just missing calls in that game from them from that sh- series completely being shifted. The Nuggets didn't have a chance because they were the most injured team out of all of these teams to go up against Phoenix. So, listen.
1: Well, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. And, and I want to get to this because we, we talk mostly – most of everything that we've said, we talked about last week. The one thing that I want to talk about too is I see – I've seen a lot of I haven't been on Twitter. But this last week and I have maybe a couple weeks, I've seen a lot of, well the well, we deserve this as Phoenix fans we deserve this. Oh boy. Okay. You're not the only small to mid market who has gotten screwed over the last 30 years. I'm 40 glad you years. brought that up. Finish your point,
0: but um, I'm glad you brought up small to mid market teams.
1: The Denver Nuggets just as a Nuggets fan, okay. We've also gone through hell with really good Nuggets teams being getting unfortunate and having unfortunate bounces, okay? And injuries. I want to point to one specifically, though. Now, it's not on the court, okay? But it's one where it's like, it's, it's pretty unfortunate. The 2002-2003 NBA season, the Denver Nuggets had the worst record along with the Cleveland Cavaliers. They got the third overall pick. Mm-hmm. Cleveland got number one. Swap that. What happens? Those Denver Nuggets teams, Could you imagine LeBron James with Allen Iverson? or LeBron James with Chauncey, the Assuming young, that really fell good, yeah. J.R. Smith, Marcus Camby, D.P.O.Y. I mean, Kenny Mar, who was okay, but, he, I mean, he had injuries, but he was still really good. Like, those teams probably win a championship, at least one. Uh, let's go to the 2009 Western Conference Finals. And in game one, you're up against Kobe and the Lakers. And Anthony Carter throws a terrible inbounds pass, gives the Lakers an easy bucket, they lose game one. That was in LA. That gives you home court advantage. That puts you in that series easily, right? That goes to seven. Um or maybe you win it in six. Who knows? Uh there's look, the the Nuggets made it to the playoffs. How many straight years? Nine? In the first round, 10, 10 or 11, but at least with Melo, you can't get past the first round again with Allen Iverson and Melo because, by the way, you talk about all the teams you have to, you have to play. Oh, You have to play Kobe, a bunch. You have to play the, the great San Antonio Spurs. Utah, some, same, Darren same Williams, Carlos Boozer. How many times did Denver lose to San Antonio in the first round? How many times did Denver lose to the Lakers mm-hmm. in, in those runs? It's, the Phoenix Suns aren't the only small-to-mid-market team that has gotten screwed over the last 20, 30 years. And let's talk about this, too. You were never going to beat Michael Jeffrey Jordan, okay? I, I, almost, I almost guessed there. You were never going to beat Michael Jordan. You were never going to beat Kobe Bryant. You were never going to beat Popovich and, 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 and Tim Duncan. You were never going to beat LeBron James. That was never going to happen. So get over it. Your play style with Steve Nash and, and Mike D'Antoni, that was never going to work. Just like the play style with George Carl was never going to work. There's a reason why it didn't work. You didn't have you – you, you were running pick and roll, playing, no defense. Steve Nash is a Hall of Fame point guard. I get it. You were never going to win with him being your best player. It was never going to happen. So get over yourself. So there was... Look, it's unfortunate how the NBA works, right? For the small to mid-market teams or the teams that don't have the best or second-best player in, in the whole entire world. It's just how it works. You are never going to beat those guys, and no one will unless this happens. Unless all of those players are injured. LeBron James... Kawhi Leonard, uh, Clay Thompson,
0: Giannis,
1: Giannis, Jamal. I'm not even mentioning Jamal. I'm mentioning the top five players in the league. Three of them were hurt. AD and some guys can't AD and be in the top five. Okay, if you're going down the list, some people put Kawhi in the top five. Some people, most well, everyone puts LeBron in the top five. Everyone, Bonavent most Mitchell. people put AD in the top five. Most people put Giannis. Four of the top five players in the league were injured. The 5th, his second best player was out, couldn't even get to the playoffs. What we'll are we talking about right here? Right the Phoenix says don't the Phoenix says don't deserve this because they've gone through hell the last 30 years. I'm sorry, 25 other teams are right there with you. Get over it. Well, and listen,
0: you didn't even mention the year that the Nuggets made it to the playoffs and lost to Utah because, you know, they didn't have George carl who's undergoing chemo, right? Yeah. Uh, we didn't it's mention the, next year. the the year in 2013 where the Nuggets had the best the best record in the NBA, I think. Um, and Gallinari tears his ACL. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Ty Lawson hurts
1: his ankle. And Fareed so, is hurt. You know, you can talk about oh Rajah Bell got hurt or whatever the crap with Rajah <laughs> Bell. You know, Steve. I don't remember. Look, I don't remember Steve Nash getting hurt. If he was, sure. But again, like I said, you were never going to beat Kobe Bryant. Are you kidding me? Don't give me that crap. You were never going to beat Tim Duncan in that Spurs team. Don't give me that crap. Three Hall of Famers. Four. You were never going to beat the the greatest power forward of all time, the second greatest, one of the top five greatest power forward of all time, and, and Dirk, the second greatest shooting guard of all time. You were never going to beat those players. Yeah. Don't don't say you deserve this. Oh, Phoenix deserve no. And, and and by the way, and all the Chris Paul deserves this. Come on.
0: I'm glad you Come mentioned on. that too. Can Come I can, on. I, can, I, can I just tag a, in
1: here? This year is not a lifetime achievement award for Chris Paul. I'm so over this lifetime achievement awards for Chris Paul. Dan Marino didn't win one. Peyton only got two. Brett Favre only got one. Aaron Rodgers has only gotten one. Great players don't win all the time. And a lot of great players never win. Charles Barkley, for example. Get over it. Yeah, Chris Paul doesn't deserve this.
0: Well, here's the thing, too. I I saw and one person who I've just found kind of just really tough to just listen to anything he says and take it with, you know, validity is Kendrick Perkins. Because he, I said, he flips more than a pancake at IHOP. You know, one week it was Jokic's MVP. The next week, oh, Chris Paul should have yeah. been MVP. Chris Paul, there, what he did this year, taking that young team. Yeah, he did turn around a culture. Yeah, he did turn around a young team, but he didn't have to go through anybody. He went through logos, not the actual players. That's what the Phoenix Suns did here. They went through the logos of really good teams, but not the actually actual players of the really good teams that they had to face.
1: But all Chris Paul, you know, he got hurt in Houston. He got hurt with the Clippers, and Blake Griffin got and, 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 hurt. And, and he got he hurt played. this year too,
0: right? You're like That was another one. Oh, well, what about Chris Paul's injury? How many games did Chris Paul miss because of injury? Not COVID, injury. I'll answer that for Come you. On. Zero. You want to know what Chris Paul averaged in the regular season? Okay. His average in the regular season was let me let me let me pull it back up. It was 16. uh, Let's see, 16.4 points per game, 8.9 assists, four and a half rebounds. He was injured. He didn't do as good in the playoffs. You want to know what Chris Paul is average in this playoffs? 19.6 points. That's three more than what he averaged in the regular season. 8.9 Eight point nine assists, that's the same as what he averaged in the regular season, and four rebounds. 0.5 less than what he averaged in the regular season.
1: So I'd they say... are not there they are not there because of Chris Paul. No. They are there because of injuries, and Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton have played great in spots. Yes. That's why they're there.
0: Well, and their role players have played outstanding. Jay Crowder has played out of his mind. Mikhail Bridges has played well
1: when he when he's needed to. eight Ayton has played the, the best ball of his life when when do role players and young players struggle when they're under pressure the phoenix suns haven't been under pressure where everything is on them that it's a win or go home they're down their you know they're they're going through adversity they haven't had to deal with anything because the one time they did when chris paul got in, got his shoulder injured right the one time it did happen, the next game Anthony Davis got hurt. And then it was all of a sudden you had the momentum back. And by the way, Chris Paul never missed the game. So And he still played that game he... and he still played well at the end to close right. out the game. And, and and here's the you can't call you can't tell me that the COVID stuff with Chris Paul was adversity because Kawhi Leonard was out. Right. And he still got taken it to six matters.
0: games. Yeah. A top five player was out. This is what this year has been, and I, I guarantee you. Because if this was the Nuggets or even LeBron, if, if this, could you imagine if this was LeBron's path to the finals, the hate that oh, oh he, he didn't kill. have to face anybody. I mean, we've heard it all, all his career. He was in the East. Who did he have to face to get to the finals? It was an easy path. Is this I don't not know. An easy I mean, the path? Big
1: Three Boston Celtics team, yeah. Derrick Rose MVP like, season. Is this not at, at
0: the bare minimum the equivalent of that when you don't have oh, to face anybody's top players? It's I mean, not even it's not even close to being equivalent. It's way worse. It's a it's a joke. If it if I guarantee you, if they did not have Chris Paul on this team, everybody would be saying this. And I haven't heard one that well, one yesterday. I sent it to you. And these this is a guy that we both have not agreed with at all. Rob I Parker. Rob Parker is the only person in the national media that has come out and said this is fugazi. This is was his exact words in his Deadspin article. This is fugazi. This is a fluke. This is smoke and mirrors because they haven't had to play anybody. Nobody else is saying that. And I guarantee you it's because Chris Paul is on the team and everybody's like, uh, you know what? Let's oh, he give deserves, Chris Paul. He, he deserves a, a championship. And you know what? Chris Paul has been a great player in this league. He I don't is. have the affinity that a lot of people do. I think he's been a great player. Obviously, he's a Hall of Fame player. I want Chris Paul, here in Denver. Right. But I'm not like, you know what? this one should be chris's you know what i would have liked to see him win a championship but not in a way where it's just gift wrapped and handed to you this this, there's no resistance here they had to go through no resistance and you brought up the small and mid-market team this i think if phoenix wins the championship which i think they ultimately will because i don't think Giannis will be healthy at all and if even if he does come back i don't think he'll be even close to what he can be This is the worst thing that can happen for small to mid-market teams because now it's going to be, oh, those teams can only win when everything is favored their way, when nobody plays, when things go perfect, just like you said. And again, if we're going to slam the bubble for being a fluke because, oh, they didn't play the entire season, oh, they got months of rest, well, oh, oh, they didn't have to go travel anywhere. OK, well, how can we call this season legit when you didn't play a full season? You didn't have full capacities at stadiums. So and most of the season, you were playing in empty arenas, right? So how can we call in and, and it's a condensed season at that. So teams are getting injured. So how can we validate this season's championship and not the bubbles? It, they, they
1: both have to have asterisks. Well, and here's mind, the thing. Here's the thing, okay? This season, I don't think people will really start to call it a fluke until when? Until we see what happens next year in the playoffs. And what's going to happen next year in the playoffs? Phoenix will be out in round two. Well, that's what I'm saying. If they get
0: bounced in round one or round two, then that's really going to be like, oh, well, maybe that probably was pretty fluky what happened last year. Listen, again. This has been a, to, a slander Phoenix prove... Suns podcast, but they're a really good team.
1: But well, I don't, I don't think we, it's – We would be saying this about any team in their situation. It's yes. not just – it's look, it's unfortunate that we've had guys from Phoenix, uh, Phoenix fans, you know, a podcast group on our – uh, podcast, and we've been on theirs. So it's a bit unfortunate. The weird, It's a weird timing thing, but if it was the Houston Rockets, if it was the U- for damn sure if it was the Utah Jazz... I think it's
0: fluky that Milwaukee is here. It, yeah. <laughs> so, right, exactly. I mean, Brooklyn took them to seven with Kevin Durant playing with you no know hobbled James and no Kyrie.
1: Right, and if Atlanta makes it to the finals, it'll be fluky that they made it to the finals. No, it's not, it's Phoenix, like, Atlanta? That, really? Like... <laughs> Really? it was never it was never gonna happen if teams were all healthy there's a reason I mean go before the season go look at the damn playoff odds go look at the playoff odds bef- right when the playoffs started they were both not even in the top five I, probably not even top 10 for Atlanta I look it's it's unfortunate that we have to do this it really sucks. It's not like I'm having fun here slandering the the Phoenix Suns. It's just because I re- because I really <laughs> like Phoenix. I really liked their team. Uh, I love Devin Booker. Devin Booker is one of my favorite players in the league. I love Chris Paul. I wanted Chris Paul in Denver. DeAndre Ayton. I've been so excited for him to just click, right? Like I've been waiting for him to click because with the second he was going to click, Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton were going to they were going to be really good and a top five team in the Western conference. And I said it before the season, if it clicks for Deandre in and, and Devin Booker figures it out and is not just a scorer, then they're going to go places and they're going to make some noise in the playoffs. And they're going to grow up a lot in the playoffs to where next year and the year after that, and the year after that, they're going to be legitimate threats, but not this year. You got to go through it. And there was nothing to go through through and 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 look i've said the same thing about the nuggets okay 2 years ago they were the number 2 seed they were just the same the same exact thing happened with phoenix right they got a veteran to come in and and kind of grow like get the young guys to, to grow up a little they get the number 2 seed they're the hottest team in the league they lose in the second round Why? Because they run into teams with more experience, right? And I think they were better than that Portland team. They were were better than Portland, but they lost because they didn't have experience because their guys, their two best players, were in their first playoff run. Same thing with Phoenix, right? Two seed, they had a veteran come over, get these young guys to grow up a bit. Hottest team in, in the league, well, right there with Utah. And... They so got the greatest bounce of all time. They, they, they were supposed to lose in the first round, but they were. I thought it was a good thing to have to lose to the Lakers, to have to lose to LeBron, because that's how you grow. You you see what they do. You see how they play in the playoffs. You see the, their intensity level. You see how they play under pressure. But the 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 Phoenix Suns haven't been able to see any of that because none of them are playing, and the, and they haven't been able to. And unfortunately, you know. I'll also say this is unfortunate for Phoenix because now what's going to happen is they're going to have a unrealistic point of view of how the playoffs work, especially Devin Booker and DeAndre and to where next year, if everything is, you know, if everyone's healthy, they're playing, you know, a healthy Laker team, a healthy Clipper team, a healthy Nuggets team, they're going to get their ass kicked at some point because they're not. They think it's easy. They're not experiencing the the adversity. They're not experiencing the under pressure. You know, close game after close game after. Cl- I mean, those games are tiring. The triple overtime game in Game Three and having to come back two games later and in another must win game. They're not going through that. It's easy for them. They're not having to deal with LeBron James is just hitting bucket after bucket after bucket and he's just grinding you down. they mm-hmm. They're not dealing. You're not they're not going through Jamal Murray hitting these absurd. Or Donovan Mitchell already hitting these absurdly ridiculous threes and you're just like this dude doesn't miss. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Right? You're not going through these games where you you pull away up by eight all of a sudden and with two minutes to go you're up by eight all of a sudden it's a two point game with thirty seconds to go and it's just game after game you're dealing with this stuff no you know what it is yeah you've gotten that game once or twice in in the whole the whole playoffs right what two games against the Clippers like that and one or one or two against the Lakers but it's not the same because Kawhi Leonard's out. Anthony Davis is out. LeBron James is hobbled. It's not the same. No. Even when you were in those moments. And those moments are only happening, like, in the playoffs, those games are every game. Mm -hmm. In the regular season, it's, like, one every ten games, which is what it's been like for Phoenix. This has been a regular season playoff run for them because they're playing teams that have guys out and they're not playing these ultra-intense intense games every single night. No. So I feel bad for Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton because next year when they really do experience it, they're going to get their ass kicked, and then what's going to happen? The national media, and including Phoenix media probably, will just kill them. And what is that going to do to their confidence? I don't know. They're young. DeAndre Ayton's going to be 22 so when he gets his ass kicked by anthony davis and Nikola Jokic and those guys and then he starts getting killed by Shaq, gets killed by charles barkley um you know stephen a smith going out there and, and and just destroying these guys because they're not playing how they played this year well not even they haven't even played great this i mean they played good not great every night because well, they haven't Aiden's had a do. contract here so, right, so like, what's how does to that... happen when they get absolutely <laughs> punched in the face? Yeah, They're going to get their ass kicked next year.
0: There's been no adversity. There's been no resistance.
1: And not again... to mention, if they do win the championship, they'll be defending champions. Right. So not only are teams going to be playing even harder against them, but those teams are going to be better than them.
0: I mean, come on. You don't think that within circles – I mean, Paul George already came out and said if, we, if Kawhi was here, we'd be moving on. You don't think within circles, players are talking oh. like, dude, this ain't real. Phoenix is going
1: to get their ass kicked next year. They're they're just a lot they're winning
0: because nobody's healthy. You don't think that's being discussed by players right now? And that's a great point you make, too. You already have a target on your back when you're a champion, right? Teams want to give you their best shot. They're getting you on TNT, so they want to show out and show everybody, yeah, we're legit. We just beat the champions. But then on top of that, you have the extra motivation of not only are you the champion, but you shouldn't have even won. So I'm going to try and humiliate you and show everybody that was a fluke. Like, I'm just trying to relate it as a Nuggets fan. If I was a Nuggets fan and they had this path and they won, well, I wouldn't, not even so much that, but I would be like, dude, we didn't, I'd feel defensive because I feel like, man, we were the second seed, but we didn't even get to validate how good we were because we didn't beat anybody. We beat everybody's scraps. That's what we beat. Yeah, we're a champion. Yeah, that's cool. You know, twenty years from now it's just gonna say Phoenix Sun's champion. There's not gonna be context. But people who know, it's just like this is like I said, it's the Yeah but championship. Yeah, you won, but everybody literally every team you played had their first or second or both out. Yeah.
1: Well we're I'll humbled. say this. Um it's funny. I I saw a video on YouTube. I was just kinda going through stuff and uh, I saw the last minute of every NBA championship for the last you know 25 30 years or, or I think it was like may, it might have been 50 years um and I was watching and I got to actually the Spurs first championship that year was a lockout year and so a lot of people put an asterisk on that year right so the next year uh or no they they didn't make they didn't win it the next year but the year after that they won it and the i forget I forget who was calling the game. But he said, not word for word, I can't remember, I'm not quoting him exactly, but he said this validates the championship from two years ago. And if people were holding on to a grudge for that, what do you think is going to happen with this? Right. So, if you want to validate this year, you have to have to win it next year, not just two years from now, because... What are people gonna say two you if you if let's say hypothetically, Phoenix it's loses in the first or second round next year, then they win it the year after that. Well, what my or what I'm gonna say about this championship this year is, well, yeah, because you were supposed to win it in two three years. That was your supposed to be your window. Right, you're winning it when you were supposed to. Two years ago, you weren't supposed to win that still. Mm-hmm. That doesn't validate your your win two years ago. You have to do it next year. You have to do yeah. it right away because now all that pressure is on you. Now everyone is healthy if, hopefully, everyone is healthy. And you pretty much, hopefully, have pretty much the same exact team. Hopefully, Chris Paul doesn't leave. Um, and Because if Chris Paul leaves, then they're never going to be able to validate it. But that's... You know, you have to do it next year because it's essentially the same thing, right? Your guys are still young. They haven't gone through it yet, still. So if they do it in a real year one, then that validates this year, right?
0: I think for me, and this is just for me, I think if Phoenix doesn't at least make it to the Western Conference finals next year, then it, I mean, I already think this is going to, this is a fluke. Um, regardless of what happened in the future. But if they don't at least – if they make it to the Western Conference Finals next year, they have, they have they to face, make it to the Finals. They have they to make face, it to the Finals. I think for me it's just the Western Conference Finals because it's like, okay, that at least validates some of it. Like I know they're a good team, but like can they do it? Can they really do it when well, the I guess pressure's depends on? on?
1: I guess it depends on the road to that Western Conference Finals, right? Because if they're beating – let's say they beat the Denver Nuggets, Let's say they beat the LA Clippers. Championship containers, like a Golden State, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's say they lose to LeBron in a 6-7 game series, then sure. But if, if, they, if they get kind of Atlanta's run where, no, everyone was healthy, but they were legitimate better than those teams, like if they got Portland and, I don't know, Dallas, right? The same Dallas team. Then it's like, well, okay, you should have beaten those teams. But then if they get their ass kicked in the Western Conference Finals, no, it doesn't validate it at all. So context,
0: yeah. again. Yeah. I just – like you said, it's unfortunate that we've befriended Suns fans this yeah. year. But yeah. it's just – if this was any team, if, yeah, it, if was it was Utah, Utah we'd be the same thing. if it was the Clippers, if it was the Nuggets, if we'd it be was LeBron, okay, people would be saying this. Which is yeah. why I'm shocked that we're not seeing it in the national media, that the only it's, person it's, that's come out Paul. is Rob Parker. And that's it's why Chris I think it, it's Chris Paul. But if this was Utah, it would be like, dude. This is a fluke. This was Denver, especially if this was Denver, because they've been trying to knock down Jokic's MVP and discredit him in this team ever since that happened. If this was Denver, it'd be like, oh, this doesn't even matter. This doesn't even matter at all. This is is a facade.
1: We'd be saying the same thing, though. We're not just just salty because we lost to Phoenix. Denver was never going to beat Phoenix, and we we both said – that if Phoenix takes care of business and does what they're supposed to do, mm-hmm. that's a four or five game series. But if they screw around and let Denver stick around, then it gets interesting in Game Seven, right? We both said that. Yeah. But at but we both thought that, you know, if as long as Phoenix takes care of business, which they did, they're gonna win easily because Denver didn't have anyone. They you don't they have couldn't the
0: horses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they couldn't. They had there's. Second best, in my opinion, their best scorer out. Maybe not points per game-wise, but their best scorer out. Um, they had their fourth best scorer out. And a very important wing defender that would have helped against Devin Booker would have helped against Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. So, it, look, it, they they never had a shot. So it's not like being a Salty Nuggets fan, you know, hoping that the Suns lose. I, I'm not hoping that the Suns lose. I'm just saying that it's – if it was just the Nuggets series and if they had beaten the Lakers legitimately, if they had beat the Clippers legitimately, then I'd be like, okay, you know. We have nothing to say. We have nothing to say, right? We would just look like Salty Nuggets fans. You did it the right
0: way. You beat those teams at their best. That's what you
1: did. You you got a break in the second round, but most teams do get a break at some point in, in in a round. Not every round, including the finals, by the way.
0: Every round, every single round. I just yeah.
1: if 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 what what would if Giannis was healthy and say Milwaukee took care of business in five like they should have and Giannis was healthy, okay, because they would have won game four if Giannis had stayed in. It was a close game. Um, I think they were down by like three or four uh, when Giannis went down, and then Atlanta obviously took off. Obviously, uh, so if if. You know, Milwaukee took took care of business in five. What would be your pick?
0: If it's Milwaukee Phoenix in the finals,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, everyone healthy. I mean, I don't think this is hard. See, I think Milwaukee I'm just wins I'm five. just
0: not big on Milwaukee because I I'm I don't buy Giannis's chances in the playoffs as much as other people. So I think that's actually a favorable matchup for Phoenix. I oh, i don't think
1: i don't think so because i i, I don't i don't think phoenix has a remember and we talked about this in the night series behind deandre and they don't have anyone milwaukee has a ton of size a ton of size yeah. i don't now, you know
0: here's why i think it gets interesting is that milwaukee pre- presents the same sort of defenders that phoenix can right so mm-hmm. like oh we right. have Mikhail j crowder well drew holiday pj tucker Giannis Chris Middleton is nothing to sneeze at defensively like he's 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 solid and these guys can put pressure it's not only that guys have been hurt against Phoenix right it's the guys that have been hurt against Phoenix are the guys that can put pressure on them offensively
1: and and that's why we're talking about youth right because when you put that pressure on those young guys in their first playoff run more than likely, no matter how great they are Devin Booker's been
0: able to hide
1: exactly (laughs) you're you're gonna those guys are going to shrink in the playoffs no matter how great they are michael jordan did it kobe bryant did it lebron james did it those guys are going to shrink because they're young they're in their first run those guys are expected to do so it's not a bad thing that that happens right jamal murray it, it happened to him michael porter jr it happened to him this year right young great young players kevin durant great young players will shrink when the pressure is put on them to be great. They're capable of being great, but they're not used to being great in that level. Especially Look at the finals. OKC in Miami, right? LeBron had figured it out. So now LeBron was able to put that type of pressure on Kevin Durant. You have to be great every single night, mm-hmm. every single second of that game. And not only that, on both but sides. in the on both ends and in closing moments and that's when the pressure is mostly on you in those closing moments and that's why those players shrink. Game seven against Portland, first run for the Nuggets, Jamal Murray, he was the guy that was closing it out for most nights, right? Jokic was doing his thing but Jamal Murray was hitting the tough shots. He did it against against San Antonio but San Antonio didn't have a guy on the other end to put that type of pressure on Jamal to have to hit those shots Every single time down. Look what happened in game seven against Portland. CJ McCollum was doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Hitting tough shot after tough shot after tough shot. Jamal Murray just couldn't do it because the pressure was on him to do it. And it just, he just couldn't. It's his first run. It's He's 22 years old. He's expected that that's expected to happen to him. Let's look at the Phoenix run. It's not like Devin Booker's putting up 40 a night, right? He's not doing it every night. You're actually seeing a young, a great young player doing it in spots, even against lesser talent. He's still only doing it in spots. It's not like he's putting up 40 a night, up those 40 point games, but that's expected, right? A great young player will have those games. But mm-hmm. They can't do it every night. And you're seeing that you'll go look at his, his, stats. Now, some games he doesn't have to because he's not playing half the damn game because, well, it's a blowout because it's easy. But in a lot of the games, too, where he's playing 36 to 40 minutes, he's only putting up 27 and 5 or 24 four and 3. Like, he can't do it every night, and he shouldn't be expected to do it every night because it's his first playoff run, and he's 24, 25 years old. So it's expected to happen to him. But you're, not all, you're also not supposed to get to the finals playing like that. You have to play... You know, in game six, a closeout game against the Lakers, he has to play like that every single night if all things are healthy, if all players are healthy. He has to play like that every single night. And there was no way, as great as he is, he has the talent to do it, but in his first playoff run, he's not going to do that.
0: Well, and here's a couple things, too, that I'll say. Um, I'm glad you mentioned Jamal in that first playoff run. CJ McCollum was carrying that game uh, in game Mm -hmm. seven, so was Evan Turner. Damian Lillard didn't particularly play well. Uh, but who was Jamal guarding? Do you remember who also had a really good game?
1: Dame. No, it was Rodney oh. Hood in Game Rodney Seven. Rodney Hood. That's right. That's Rodney right. Rodney Hood. Hood.
0: So they had guys on the other end, Portland, to put pressure on the Nuggets' right. best players. Who did we see put pressure on Denver Booker in spurts early in the series with the Nuggets? It was Aaron Gordon. Yeah. And I'll, I'll harken back to when I was on with those guys when we were previewing the Nuggets Phoenix series, and I told them, and again, I've said this multiple times, no one gave me pushback on that podcast that was full of Suns fans and, and a Blazers fan, okay? Uh, if the Nuggets were healthy, I said this, they'd be coming out of this series in most likely the West. Nobody gave me pushback. Nobody disagreed. Everybody actually, for the most part, agreed on that. If the Nuggets were healthy, okay, who's guarding who? Because Devin Booker, you're not hiding him on Will Barton. Because Will Barton Will Barton can score. Are you putting him on Jamal? Because Jamal can score on him. Are you putting him on MPJ? Because MPJ will score on him. Are you putting him on Aaron Gordon? We saw how that worked. You're not obviously putting him on Jokic. So you, the further you go in the playoffs, you can't hide your guys anymore. Because the better teams have players that can make your best players play uh, pay. So...
1: Listen, man. Well, and it's not just Devin Booker. Look at DeAndre Ayton. In in, in the first round against the Lakers, right, the Lakers were up 2-1. But game three specifically, or at least look at the two games that the Lakers won. AD had put up 30-plus, 10-plus rebounds, and two or three blocks in both of those games. Right? And look what DeAndre Ayton did. Anthony Davis put pressure on D.A. to have to be great, and he couldn't do it. He couldn't match that. And, and why? Because you're having to guard that, on, guard that guy on the other end. So on the offensive end, you're probably exhausted. Or if you're trying to take off on the defensive end because you need that energy on the offensive end, you're going to get crushed defensively. So it's not just the pressure mentally. It's also the pressure physically. And Phoenix hasn't had either of them. They haven't no. had the pressure physically. They haven't had the pressure no. mentally. And so you can't just say that this is legitimate. You, you can't, because they haven't had to deal with all of that. And you can't point to a single young player in their first playoff run, let alone the two best players, and don't give me this crap about Chris Paul being the best player on that team. Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton are the two best players and most two most important players on the Phoenix Suns. They were going to go as far as... The Phoenix Suns were going to go as far as Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton could take them. And when your first your best two players are in their first playoff run give me another team that has done that to make it to the finals with the best the two best players being in their first playoff run the only example that i could really think of is magic as a rookie but he had kareem and james worthy so it's like well the other guys (laughs) were all the famers so yeah magic as a rookie won those games But also, you know, okay, another one's Kyrie also. But when those players have a Hall of Famer next to them.
0: That's in their prime, not just
1: Walsh. That's also in their prime and is the best or second best player on the team that's putting up 25 plus a night. It's different, right? It becomes easier. They're icy. They're not the cake. Right. Chris Paul is a great point guard. Top ten of all time. I don't know about top five, like people are saying. Top ten of all time, but he's also 35, 36 years old. He's also only putting up 19 a game, right? Your best player, Devin Booker, is the and DeAndre Ayton are the reasons why you've got you've gotten this far. Not Chris Paul. Chris Paul hasn't played that well. The reason why he's at 19 points per game is because he's had two or maybe yeah 240 plus point games or 230 plus point games well that's up that average a little bit and then he was great in those moments but don't give me that that they lose that game if Chris Paul doesn't do so they might but they also win those series anyways it doesn't matter yeah
0: it's just uh it's unfortunate because i don't i don't know if our points will be taken <laughs> as as objectively as they should be but it's just the fact of the situation and listen nobody else besides I've only seen me you and Rob Parker say this so I mean I'm sure other fans and you know Lakers fans and Clippers fans probably feel the same way maybe other teams in the west probably feel this way and I'm sure players feel this way too you know it, it sucks that this championship won't be won legitimately I mean in the sense that they didn't have to go through anybody it's the most healthy award that's what this championship is it's the most healthy award.
1: It's a bummer because it's not just bad for the for the other teams, but it's also bad for the league and it's bad for Phoenix. It's, it's just bad, bad for, for all everybody. of us teams that are like small to mid it, it, markets. It's, it's bad for everyone. It may be great for the fans right now, but it's I'm t- it, this. What comes around goes around. It's gonna hurt next year because you're gonna get. I don't. It doesn't matter if you're healthy or not. You're gonna. The Phoenix is gonna have a massive target on their back, and there's gonna be games. And if they have to play a healthy Lakers team, or a healthy Nuggets team, or a healthy Clippers team, or even a healthy Golden State team, those teams are gonna do everything they can to just kill Phoenix. They're gonna Phoenix. If if things go uh, the way I think it will, and all teams are healthy, Phoenix is gonna get embarrassed. They're gonna get embarrassed. And it's going to suck for Phoenix. And I feel bad for them because they don't deserve that. You know, they, they, they took what was given, right? And credit to them. They took what was given. They did what they were supposed to do. But next year, you're going to have a massive target on your back. And when they do lose in the first or second round, this championship this year, that's when it's going to be called fluky. And it's going to be, it's going to suck. It's going to suck for Phoenix fans. Enjoy it now because yeah. it's not gonna, it's not gonna be fun next year. It's, it's not. Just, I don't know. I don't and know. Look, if they want to validate it, win next year. Get to the finals there next year.
0: Man, for me, just make it to the Western Conference Finals. That's all I think you have to do. But again, you're gonna have Golden State back. The Nuggets won't be all the way back until late next season. But who knows what Dallas is gonna do? You know, who knows what's gonna happen with Kawhi? Could he leave the Clippers? But for the most part, the West will be pretty much pretty stacked. Uh, you know, Portland, it'll be interesting to see what Chauncey Billups brings to them. You know, Damien was spotted hanging out with LeBron James at a Sparks game, which obviously creates controversy there. Um, so
1: I think, I think this is Dame's last run in, in Portland. Uh, well, I think this is his last year. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think it works with Chauncey, unfortunately. So, at least... Uh, they they can't go out and get anyone that puts them over the top. Well, so. they have
0: to, they, they have to shake it up. That team has reached its peak.
1: Right. But in, in year so. one, it's not going to work. And then, yeah. and then Dames can be like, okay, I mean, I need to do something. So it
0: well, depends on what they can get. But I mean, the piece you're trading is CJ McCollum. And I mean, that's not going to command a top 10 superstar. No. So,
1: yeah, they, this is Dames last year in, in Portland. Um, so it'd be interesting to see if he, be, I'm telling you, if he becomes available, now you should be offering MPJ and whatever. Don't give up Jamal, but MPJ, whoever I just
0: else. I don't know for, if that works. Damien, Jamal. I think I think
1: MPJ's value will be very high because I think MPJ comes out and averages twenty five plus.
0: <sighs> That's a whole separate podcast. I'm still angry at him. I want to talk about it.
1: Well, hey, young player in his first legitimate playoff run. Being the second best player, you saw what was supposed to happen to to Phoenix happen to MPJ. That was what su- was supposed to happen. Yeah, that happens with young guys. That's what that's what happened with Jamal. Now MPJ was worse than Jamal, but it happens. Young players struggle in the first round of playoffs when they put get pressure put on them, and there was a lot of pressure on MPJ.
0: And speaking of MPJ too, allegedly he got his back tweaked in that series. So there's another micro injury for you there yeah i oh,
1: think okay. it was a different thing though
0: yeah maybe hopefully all right you have anything else you'd like to touch on before we uh ditch today
1: uh no i think uh, i think we've said everything we've wanted to say about <laughs> Phoenix. you, you got a vent i got a oh, vent
0: i got a vent i start listen i think it's fluky too. milwaukee's here just to close on the way i just to reiterate because i know this has been a majority of us you know just crapping on phoenix even yeah. though i think we have valid it points. Is, it
1: is looking at milwaukee but i could also make i also made the argument of of milwaukee could beat brooklyn before that series but health started healthy, but healthy. I, I at least can make an argument there was no argument phoenix was never going to beat phoenix denver or the clippers so it was never going to happen lakers, i yeah. i didn't i yeah like sorry lakers denver and 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 the clippers <sighs> I, I didn't even make an argument. I couldn't make an argument for them to beat them. Right? I said how they could, but there was no way that was going to happen because And their fans that
0: we talked to didn't make an argument either.
1: Exactly. <laughs> but I at least could make an argument for Milwaukee. Yeah. But yes, Milwaukee being in the one. finals, Milwaukee being in the fi- they weren't going to beat Brooklyn. Kevin Durant was ridiculous. I I think Told honestly, you I think I, I I think I forgot how good You did. Well, I don't I don't want to say how, I forgot. I but I just did. didn't I wasn't sure if he could do it again. No, I told you he would, and he did. I mean, that was absurd what
0: he the, did. The interesting question is, is there a new best player in the league? That's the interesting question.
1: Well, I, I think that's going to be up for grabs next year. Yeah, because I think now more so than ever? Yep, yeah. more so than that's ever, um... it's, it's up for grabs. It, I would say the guys that can take it next year, you have to put LeBron in it. He could prove to come back and sure. be the best player again. Um. KD, mm-hmm. I think Giannis is – because Giannis has gotten better every – now, it hasn't been massive, just, but yeah. he has gotten better every year. Um, so he's still – he's in the conversation is what I'm saying. Luka, yeah. uh, but Luca has to learn how to be a teammate. Um, his assist numbers are high. That's great, but he needs to learn how to be a good teammate. Um, Jokic, I think, should be in that list. He won MVP. Um, who else am I missing? I uh, think that's pretty much it in terms well, of players Booker. that could. Devin Devin Booker, I think I think has a chance.
0: I think there's really I, only if, if three you, players that can hold best player in if, the league mantle.
1: But if, if if someone came from you know the future in a year and a half and told me, hey Devin Booker, proved that he's the best player in the league and he won MVP in the 21 22 season, I wouldn't be shocked.
0: I would. Because he still has a long way to go defensively. That's why I think the Kobe right. Bryant comparisons. I'm just like, I mean, I get it. Offensively, yes. Offensively,
1: but yeah. I would but say Kobe that was great defensively.
0: The closest to Kobe that we've seen, game wise, is probably Kawhi. Mid range, defense. Obviously, not Kawhi's mentality. a little bit bigger. Well, right. But I'm just saying, just game. Um, a two way player who scores in the mid range, who can obviously step out to three. But defensively, I think it's Kawhi, Devin yeah. Booker. I, mean, I he's got some. Devin Booker, well, Devin,
1: Devin Booker, I think is as far as size wise, um, just all all of the things that he he does as well. I think he's on that list too. Kawhi's a good one. Uh, I I would also say Kyrie, not the size, but but Kyrie mentally and and the mid range game and what he can do. If Kyrie was four inches taller. I mean that honestly, if if Kyrie was four inches taller, he'd probably be the best player in the world. Offensively,
0: well, I mean, there's still Kevin. So,
1: yeah, I don't know if you. I, I, I think I think four inches taller, Kyrie has is a better defender at that point, right? Mean yeah. mean, taller, longer. Has he ever been known for his defensive prowess? I I think when he played against Steph, he had the the effort.
0: Well, but I mean, Dova and... Shumpert got a lot of that though. Sure. So.
1: Uh, but Kyrie, I think, all, like mentality-wise, Kyrie was there. I would say there's Rough only three players too, but... that
0: can really take best player in the league. I think it's Kawhi. I think it's. I don't even know if I put Kawhi I, in there anymore. I, I, I
1: wouldn't put Kawhi on there. I think no. it's
0: really just it's it's between Kevin and LeBron, and I think honestly Kevin, Kevin might be it now. I really do. Uh, my, he, he's going to have a short he, reign,
1: but he, he's he's got to do it all year. Um
0: I don't doubt that he can.
1: No. I mean that guy's I, that guy no. is insane. <laughs> but, insane. But also too, I think you have to win it a championship too to be really like well LeBron didn't have to win a championship to be on that list. But like there there's re- there's things that you have to do. Like the reason why I put Devin Booker on the list is because if he wins it if they win it, even though it's fluky he has a finals win under his belt. He needs to win finals MVP and then to come out next year and average 30 plus 5 and 5. God, if he does that. that, if he does, if he goes out and averages 31 or like right around 30, like 28 to 32 or 28 plus, six rebounds, six assists, and he improves defensively, not maybe not all defensive defensively but if he improves defensively Mm -hmm. and phoenix is the number one or two seed then yeah he would win mvp um and then at that point then if phoenix goes on to to get to the finals and validates what they did this year then you can say Devin booker is the best player on the planet at that point
0: you know what i am kind of excited about is this playoffs has really kind of validated the mid-range game again
1: It'll be yeah, it'll be interesting. I well, you know, a guy on Denver who can two guys, uh, Jamal Murray, who's great in the mid range, Mm -hmm. and then MPJ if he could, you know, get that in his head, yeah, (laughs) if he could step in and if he could take advantage of that, then yeah, yeah, they have two guys, not including Jokic, they have two guys who can really take advantage of that.
0: But yeah, it's been cool to just see because the mid range is so lethal. Obviously, the three is just you know. Games can get blown open quick if you're hitting threes. Right. But the mid-range, like seeing what Booker can do in the mid-range, obviously we know what Kawhi can do. You mentioned Jamal. But I think it's starting to – like this can still win too.
1: Mm. Now,
0: obviously you still need you, to hit you need threes. A, I, I,
1: I think what we're learning is you need a balance. It's, it can't just be threes and layups. Mm. You need a balance between that. You know, the Houston experiment didn't work. You You need a yeah. balance. And with Golden State – they always had a balance. Yeah, they were so lethal from 3 cuz they had Steph and Clay, but Clay could hit from the mid-range, Steph hit from the mid-range. They had a balance. It wasn't just threes and, and and layups. They also had a balance. So, you have to have that. And I think that's what we've learned through the playoffs here is you, you know, Chris Paul and Devin Booker give Phoenix that. They can also they can hit threes, but they they give them that balance in in between. Donovan Mitchell has that balance in between. So you need that, Kawhi gives you that balance. So you need a balance. Mid-range game isn't, shouldn't be, you know, gone completely. You 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 do need it. Yeah. That's what we. That's what it, it has shown. Yeah, it's a nice change of pace. You can't win from only mid-range. We no. know that. No. But you also can't win from only threes. Right. So.
0: Right. Ah, the league is fun, man. I mean, I'm, I'm really excited to see, yes. <laughs> when right. healthy, the league is fun. The league is fun. I'm Right now I say it because I know in a few months I'm going to hate it when we have to play them. But I'm excited to see Klay Thompson back. And just yeah. that – I think this is like the last hurrah for Golden State, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe like their last year or two run um, at it. But I'm excited to see that back. But just the, well, the guards. It's
1: just the, the moves that Golden State makes because I think if they, they have the fourth pick in the – Or no, 7th pick in the 14th, I think. Um, It'll be interesting to see what they do with those picks and James Wiseman. Heard Mm. a lot of things. I've heard, what if they paired those picks, okay, and James Wiseman for Ben Simmons? So you have the shooting around Ben Simmons. Now you add the defense. A bigger right, A bigger Draymond still with Draymond. And then you go out and sign a. You got to go out and get a center, but, you know, you you can figure that out.
0: I mean, they still Looney, starting. Yeah,
1: they have they have Kevin. Yeah, they have Looney, so you don't need James Wiseman. So and you know he's going to struggle in the playoffs, right? So if he's you really go out though. and get a guy like Ben Simmons, who's still young. But the problem is, I don't think Philly wouldn't take James Wiseman. It would have to be a three-team deal. So. Right, well,
0: yeah, that wouldn't make sense for them to, you know. But, I mean, they did have at one point like seven centers on the roster with Embiid and Okafor and Nerland's <laughs> Noel. So, right. I mean, maybe they go back to that. I, I just think enlarge you the a, process.
1: Here, here, okay, three-team trade. Golden State, Washington, Philly. Beal goes to Philly. All the picks and James Wiseman goes to Washington, and Ben Simmons goes to Golden State. There's your three-team deal. Benefits all the teams.
0: I don't know if the contracts match up, but you might be onto something. You don't say a lot of smart things, but that was pretty smart. I think that's like the fifth smart thing I've heard you say in my entire friendship with you. So that was <laughs> that's actually pretty good. Put it in the NBA know, 2K what trade got... machine.
1: Well, well, what's the uh, NBA trade? Trade Before we go, this is the last thing we'll do because I'm I'm curious if that works. While you're pulling
0: that I'm just excited for the guards. Like, the guards are just fun in the NBA. I mean, Jamal, Devin, I really enjoy watching Donovan Mitchell play. I know he's a volume guy, but he is just – he's a killer. <laughs> he's a killer. Uh, Trey Young, even though he's a bit up and down at points, but when he gets going, his floater is – I mean, that that what? just is a problem in itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you, you drop on him, he's pulling the three. You play him up, he's quick enough to get past you. Um, you know, if the guard gets through the screen and he's chasing him, there's a floater. If you pull up and drop, that's a alley-oop to Capella. I'm like, oh my gosh.
1: So I don't know if you can add the draft picks. I don't, I don't know how to can. do it. You, okay. Yeah. So, um... So oh I added two wrong two, player. Uh, how do I remove a player? Oh, there you go. That would work um, though.
0: I mean, in theory, on paper, it sounds like it would work. You know, I mean, you're Washington. So, you're okay, for the a...
1: trade trade failed. The Warriors are over the luxury tax. Okay, so I mean, but I think they'd go win. The 19, 19 mil. I need to give. So you know what? It would work. How it would work.
0: What about Andrew Wiggins or Kelly? I was Kelly just Ubert? gonna
1: say. So you give up Wiggins.
0: Where does he go though? Washington.
1: Washington. Then it works. What do you do that trade though? If you're Golden State, where you're giving up, say. I mean, I guess you could somehow keep Wiseman if you just give up the two, the two first, maybe a future first, along with Wiggins. Does that work? It, it does work money wise. You would probably have to throw in Wiseman. I think if you, if you could pull it off though, to where you didn't have to. And, and, and because if Washington wants to just reset, you take Wiggins on as just, you know, a guy to have, Yeah. but you, you get the two first, maybe three first, three future first. Maybe you get a first from Philly as well. Right. So now you're stacking up on first. I still think if I'm Washington, I would ask for Wiseman. But that that works as well. If I throw in Wiseman to Washington, um, well, it doesn't work. Trade failed. Uh, oh, they're two mil over the cap, so then you would have to give up. I mean, two mil. You can figure that out. You can give up. I don't know, whatever you want. I, they have a lot of crap players, yeah. so.
0: I've tried. That's an interesting one, Ben Simmons to Golden State, because obviously you start him. Outside of Stephen Clay. Where does your offense come from?
1: Well, but but you you understand that Steph is, he can play off ball, right? So Benson yeah. is can even handle it handle the ball if you want. Stephen Clay off ball? Are you kidding me? That's terrifying. And and then and then as far as other scores, you probably start Draymond. Oh, maybe you give up Kelly Oubre Oubre Junior. Maybe you do that instead of Wiggins. So you still keep Wiggins. Does that work?
0: I'm just worried about where their scoring comes oh, from outside he's... of Steph and Clay.
1: I can't put him in here because he's on a one-year deal. Uh, well, I mean, well, Ben Simmons. Well, here's the thing. I I also think that Ben Simmons would be better in that system, and you can he can still score in that system because you can't just load the paint because you guys you got Stephen Clay out right. there. Right. Yeah. So I think Ben Simmons all of a sudden has a free lane.
0: Yeah. If he decides I, I to take a jump shot.
1: I, I, right. Well, I think I think it works, and you never know. Ben Simmons. Look, if you go back, I saw someone tweet this out yesterday. Go back and watch Ben Simmons in the summer league. He had a mid range game, like he Dude, could I score I was watching mid-range. his
0: high school mixtape, and he was pulling from three. And I'm like, what happened? <laughs> what I it's <laughs> it's.
1: Happened? I think it's just a confidence thing. I think yeah. he needs a change of scenery. Yeah. And if you play him with Golden State, that gives him confidence. I'm actually, even
0: though I've been crapping on him past few years i'm actually kind of rooting for ben simmons because when i saw the report come out that he's skipping the olympics because he wants to get better hopefully he really is that kind of makes me actually root for the guy right. because i'm like okay like he, well, that's, he knows that's now
1: been, that was the report was i guess he just hasn't been willing to get better
0: right he, doesn't he hasn't really been listening care like i forgot yeah. i, I might have been calling coward that you know the report was or he was hearing somebody some national guy like that was just hearing that Ben is just one of those guys where he's just kind of satisfied and he just doesn't really have the urge to necessarily get better. Maybe now he's like, okay I need to get better.
1: Otherwise I'm just going to be be... traded. Yeah. This trade works. This trade works really well. Now here's the thing. Would you give up would you give up Ben Simmons for, or would you give up MPJ for Ben Simmons? No. Oh no.
0: I don't want Ben Simmons here. Yeah, I just said I'm rooting for the guy. I'm not rooting for him that much. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to actually root for him in a Nuggets uniform. So, no,
1: no. I, I think Bradley Beal in Philly with Joel Embiid would be awesome. That would work.
0: It, uh, yeah, but, I mean, it's just – is Embiid going to be healthy? <laughs> I like, think that's well, the issue. At a certain point, I just feel like he's going to get hurt, and it's instead of him playing 60 games, it's going to be 40 games. I'm just I'm just worried we're we're on that course.
1: Well okay, well you say the same thing I would say the same thing about Clay though. I'm concerned.
0: I mean play, well, I mean the ACL was the years? first one. And then you know the Achilles, he probably came back a little too quick. But I mean it's fair, you know, two leg injuries back to back like that. Two significant
1: ones. And he's he's now thirty?
0: But the thing with Clay though is he's not like a high flyer. His game right. is based purely off of shooting.
1: Yeah, Clay you know. is thirty-one now. If you're Golden State and the right offer comes, and say, if you're Denver, well, well, let's say Denver comes and says, "We'll give you MPJ for Clay." Ooh, mama, I'd be tempted to do that. See, I'm, I'm worried about the injuries. I am, right? and and or uh, if you're Golden State, would you trade Clay you for?
0: <laughs> That's what you need as a shooter and a guy who could D up on the wing.
1: Yeah, but can he do all of that? Oh, he can shoot, but yeah. can he can he stay healthy?
0: Well, let's look at Clay's history. I mean, you're he's had two back-to-back injuries. I just think it's been unfortunate. He's not been injury prone. He just had two No, back-to-back not over his the course
1: of his No, his, the course of his career he's been fine, but I don't know. I don't know.
0: I, I you, would you trade MPJ for Clay Thompson? I think I would. I trade MPJ for Bradley Beal. Well, of course I would too.
1: And Dame, uh, okay. Well, if you're Portland, I just don't think that works. If you're Portland, would you trade? No, I just, I just don't think no, that works.
0: I don't think Jamal and Dame work. We've seen we're seeing Dame now with another guard, a combo guard. I just don't think yeah, it works. Yeah, both
1: we're both size. Jamal can play the two. That's the difference. Is I'm I'm moving Jamal to the two.
0: I just don't think it. It would be Jamal fun to watch Damian though. It would be fun to watch him. It'd be fun to watch those threes go in for us and not against us.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: Anyways, we can talk about all of the offseason. Off season's fun. NBA offseason is the best time. It's like Christmas. Yeah. Christmas in it's summer.
1: Yeah. And it comes quick this year because we got to go. We got to get moving. We're starting in October.
0: I know. And hopefully, you know, hopefully Jokic is resting up. Hopefully Serbia gets bounced in the qualifiers.
1: He said he would play if they advance.
0: I mean, I from what I understand, he was receiving a lot of heat in Serbia for his decision to not play. So, part of me thinks that if they did qualify, he'd play. Which, again, I'm selfish, Serbia. I apologize, but I hope you get bounced. I hope Tunisia and, you know, the Philippines, uh, Argentina, I hope Faku dunks all over you. Okay? Like, I'm hoping you lose. But... Yeah, hopefully he's just resting up. And, you know, this this is way ahead of, you know, our Nuggets preview for next season. But I really hope this year taught Malone, too, that some regular seasons aren't worth winning, you know, every game, you know, like maybe we need to learn to rest the big fella a little bit. Maybe that's not him necessarily sitting out a game. Well,
1: you missed that you weren't on Twitter, but he he said that they're gonna be looking at uh, resting Jokic about ten games a year. Ten I to just, fifteen. I just
0: don't know how successful you'll be. I was just thinking, you know, instead of thirty-five, maybe some nights give him twenty-eight. You know, if you're going to overtime,
1: well, I guess but Chicago on a Tuesday yeah, night, like if that's not gonna happen, if Jokic is actually playing, you have to sit him.
0: Well, tranquilize if, him if, in the if back. He, if know. he's
1: if he's dressed, he's gonna play, and he's well, gonna play to win. Get so out the horse
0: tranquilizer him. and shoot him in the hip.
1: You can't you can't do it if he plays. So wheel him in the back. I, you have to rest in games, and so certain back to backs, you know, five game five games and seven nights, those type of things. Jamal and Jokic will probably rest about ten to fifteen games a well, game. I mean, Jamal's gonna be resting for the entire season. Oh, so. oh yes.
0: Yeah, you don't need to worry about that one. So. <laughs> mbj have
1: you been seen, oh okay. i guess you're not on twitter i've been seeing a lot of videos jamal uh, he's gonna come back sooner than we think and i'm nervous uh, like he's pushing
0: i know he is i bet he is
1: let I me mean, just that's Jamal two, for you a
0: month after the surgery he was on the bench jumping and i'm like what are you doing Please. Yeah, and
1: he's out there shooting threes off one foot he's gonna come back with the the kitchen or shuffle, shuffle. But he's he's gonna come back sooner than I think we, we think he will. He shouldn't, but I I have a feeling he comes back right around All Star, which is about a year, for him.
0: Well, so it's not year the would worst be April, because he tore it in April.
1: Yeah, so almost a year, eleven months. If it's if I'm I'm guessing it's a normal season, so All Star break would be around March.
0: I don't know when the All Star break. Right is. or
1: late February, early March.
0: It'll, yeah, it'll probably be around there.
1: I don't, so uh, I think he seems right around, you know, because if he nervous. wants to come back, if, if if well, here's the thing: thinking if I'm Jamal, I'm thinking, well, if I want to come back and be as best as I can for the playoffs, I want at least two months, March and April. So I I would come back in sometime in late February. And you have to mid, think too: so when he does come back, he's going to be on a minutes restriction, right? Right.
0: You know, maybe like fifteen to twenty. For the first so you, few you weeks. ease
1: them you ease them in for those two months and hope that by playoff time he's ready to go. So I, I think that makes sense. It's just it makes me nervous because you don't want to rush guys back. No. But no. you also but you also don't want a situation where he comes back in April. And he's resting and then, and he's he's resting. Your playoffs are just washed. <laughs> Welcome again. back, Jamal.
0: All right, round one. We have the Clippers, and Kawhi. Yeah, <laughs>
1: So it's like. <laughs> Yeah, and you need them. So yeah. I, I if if I'm the Nuggets too, if he's ready to go, bring him back late February. But again, if you're, but the way he's moving out there and the way he's trying to, the way he's pushing, I'm like, this dude's coming back in December. <laughs> Why didn't you just give him your ACL? <laughs> oh, I have a fine ACL. What do yeah. you? Yeah, as long as it's not ankle
0: related, you know, just give him your ACL. You know, take you his give bad him, ACL. You, you give him yours. I'll, I'll. I'll give him my elbow joint. I'll give him both <laughs> ACLs and my elbows. You do you need that? What do you need? I'll give you my heart. No, that's just for your. That's reserved for Jokic only. Speaking of, my, my new shirt. Hopefully everybody likes it. Probably that's a little bit better. Slow feet. Forty-first pick. Too fat.
1: Yeah, you said low feet. I was. That was low feet. He does have low feet? <sighs> Everyone a low feet. What do you mean? That's true. I haven't said
0: many unsmart things. That's probably like my third one that I've said in our friendship. So, all right. That's going to do it for us today. Hopefully, we didn't make Phoenix fans too angry. But, uh, you know, the truth hurts sometimes. Sometimes someone has to tell you the truth. All right. And that's what we did today. And hopefully, you accept it. I never thought I'd agree with Rob Parker on anything. But I agree with Rob Parker. That's unfortunate. But uh, for Brandon Stoll on the other side. I'm Stephen Priest, Jr. This has been the Behind the Glass Sport Podcast.